was a weird lie. Transfer. All right. Hello and welcome back to season two of Star Trek Europa. I am your game master and storyteller as always, uh, Jeff Harvey. You can find me at Studio Tembo. There's a link in the link tree on the TikTok and I'll post it in the video as we go forward. There might be one posted. I don't remember. If not, I will post one. You can find me in all the places. Obviously, we're on Twitch. We're on TikTok. We're on uh, YouTube and all the other places. Um, I'm looking forward to this season two. Uh, we've been off for a couple months now. Um, there's a lot, uh, a lot of recap to cover, uh, for those of you who missed season one. So we're going to do a lot of recap then we'll get into the story. Um, but before we do that, let's go ahead and do introductions to everybody. Uh, we have a new player, uh, who we're going to go ahead and start with to make him feel really, really comfortable with all of this. <laughs> um, Nick, go ahead and introduce yourself and anywhere anybody can find you. Howdy. I'm Nick. Uh, I'll, I'm on Twitter at fell underscore strike. Um, that's really about it. I'm not that exciting as far as using the internet. Um, <laughs> what character are you going to be playing for us? Today? I am playing Lieutenant Monty Foxwell, the new science officer. Excellent. All right, let's go ahead and go with Brian next. You're up. Uh, my name is Brian. Uh, I'm playing uh, uh, Ensign Yezabeth Hage, a change from last season. Uh, and uh, if you find me, you have you are in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm not the How Brian. Did you get you to were my apartment. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, you're next. Go ahead. Um, Evelyn Corbin. I will be playing Dr. Gustave Oneyat along with a handful of others. You can find me on TikTok at Caffeinatrix with two X's. Um, and that's about the only place you should find me, really. Legit uh jack you're next and i know you got all kinds of stuff to sell yes hello uh they saved me for last because i talk the most uh because i do other things i am a streamer in my own right with my own channel so you can find me over at twitch.tv slash the people's ascension we have uh currently actually we don't have too much going on because with the end of the lap with the end of the year and holidays and all that i've been taking the last couple of weeks off to prepare for upcoming uh seasons uh, this year, there's so much going forward. I'm in talks with so many different people, and I'm uh, I'm very excited for even more seasons of my newest series, RPGs Uncovered, which is all about highlighting, teaching, and simply exposing uh, new indie TTRPGs. So you can find the first season of that. It went very well. We tried out an amazing science fantasy TTRPG called Veil the Void Reforged. That's over on my Twitch and my YouTube. I'll go ahead and drop my link tree with all my other links in that as well. So if you're interested in learning new games, especially new indie games, be them small one-shot material, solo things, or full campaign, full setting uh, core rulebooks, Come hang out with me. I do not only that, uh, but I do various other setting highlight one shots, uh, various video game let's plays, and just sort of world building hangouts throughout the week. So come hang out. Awesome. Um, Can you share with us about the guest star stuff you did on break, or is that hush hush still? Not sure. Guest star stuff, stuff like you did some guest, you did some guest star yeah. appearances. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
yes, you can find me over. You can find one of my episodes over at uh, Ladies of D and D on Twitch. They hosted an in December spectacular, and it was amazing. So many various uh, other indie TTRPGs that were played. I was on one of them. Uh, called Boy Problems, which is a hack of lasers and feelings based around a cyberpunk heist to go steal some Carly Rae Jepsen music. And it was just as amazing as that sounds. Um, <laughs> I also did a one-shot setting highlight of a Pathfinder first edition uh, setting for the Lugon project that is over on my channel. Uh, and I think that's about all I can mention. There is definitely more stuff coming down the line, but it's either uh, not out yet or not recorded yet. So, you know, come hang out with me on uh, on my Discord and Twitter and Twitch and all that for even more cool stuff throughout the year. Sweet. Um, all right. With that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with all the things. So we're, we are now streaming again to Twitch, YouTube. And uh, <laughs> Twitch viewer, not a miracle worker, uh, and uh, TikTok. So if you're watching on TikTok, you're only going to see me, <laughs> but you'll be able to hear everybody. Um, and if that's not the case, then somebody let me know. And uh, too bad, I guess. Um, all of that out of the way. Also, let's go ahead and talk about season one of Europa. We ended on kind of a, I'm not really a cliffhanger, but a, a shocker moment. Right. Um, so Evelyn, I think you were working on a recap for the season. I know we were going to, we were going to write one and then ran out of time. So. Yeah. Um, I got as far as the space whales, uh, which in all fairness is not really all that far, but is still like, yeah, yeah we don't need to go through every single. Uh, yeah. And y'all are going to remember your own characters better than I'm remembering them. Yeah, uh, Captain Jorad Hage had uh, died in the last encounter. Uh, he was a trill, a joined trill, and the only trill on board uh, to who could uh, save the symbiote from dying was the lowly ensign, Elizabeth uh, Chierka, who uh, now possesses the Hage symbiote. Yes, so that was that was the big main thing that happened at the end of season one. Um, I think that's really about all we needed to cover for the most part. Uh, Commander Ambrose started uh, recovering or has become recovering. I don't know why I said that um, has become the uh, acting captain or actually promoted fully to captain mm -hmm. at the end of season one. Um, but we still do not have an XO, which is something we're going to discuss during this session. Um, with that in mind, uh, let's go ahead and start.
Captain's log, stardate 54010.2. It's been nearly three months since Hage, since Jurad was killed. In that time, the Europa's crew has struggled to cope with not only the loss of the captain, but so many others who have sacrificed their lives to bring some semblance of peace to the Shakutan Expanse. The whole sector, really. The Klingons are still fighting, but it's only a matter of time before Mortax forces retake Kronos and hopefully reestablish order. Marjad and Garth Meyer are dead, as far as we know. And the modified Klingons of House Varnak have not been seen, have not been seen since the Battle of Baldwick. We've also not heard much from the Romulans. There's rumors of unrest, but we've had no contact with Romulus or its ambassadors in well over a month. Tensions in the region are high. Federation has sent several expeditions into the expanse, and colonists have started moving in to terraform and claim new worlds. There's Still a lot we don't know about Shackleton, but to boldly go and all that. Life aboard ship is beginning to return to normal. As part of the training Eva has been assigned, we've had the rare opportunity to return to Earth. It's been a while since I've been home. We've arrived only a short time ago, but there's already clear excitement among the crew for shore leave and crew rotations. From what I understand, we'll be taking on some impressive new crewmates. We could really use that. This is the first opportunity we've had in a long time to catch our breath. And well, I hope we all breathe deep. So I'm sure it won't be long until we're back into Starfleet business. All right. <coughs> oh, now I choked to death. So the Europa has arrived, or is arriving, <coughs> has arrived at Stardock. Um, I'll get this images up there. Um, it has been some time, obviously, since uh, it's been a few months since. Uh, Captain Hage's passing and the events uh, at the end of season one. Um, who wants to start out a first scene? I know you guys had some. The ship is entering into the system. Uh, Stardock is there. You can see the big blue ball of Earth. Um, it's obviously magnificent and there's that longing sense of home that everyone is, well, everyone from Earth anyway, um, and anyone who's about to the, the Academy really um, enjoys. Uh, the, the, the first time you're seeing Earth in close to a year, probably. Um, are we, since we are starting out on Earth, question that I did, that's just occurred to me, are we blowing by the issues with the Trill um, Symbiosis Council? Or is that we're kind of floating around in there too? We'll deal with it. Okay. 
I doubt we had a chance to stop by Trill on the way. So I wasn't really sure where on the galaxy map we're at in in relation to where we were, where Earth is and where Trill is. Right. Uh, No, probably something's going to come up while we're here. Um, so what else is what does anybody got anybody got a first scene they want to do i know there was a discussion earlier of first scenes um or of scenes anyways yeah um, i'd love to do something with uh Yezabeth. uh could do that with anybody if, if anybody has any thoughts uh, let's do Yezabeth and uh Desavi. you're in for a checkup for um uh, the symbiote after several weeks of being on board. Several weeks, several months, I guess now of having uh Hage's symbiote on board. Um, so you guys can be in sick bay. Yeah. How are you feeling, Ensign? Oh, uh, I'm feeling all right. Uh, I've been, doing the joining exercises uh, that uh, the symbiosis uh, commission sent over. Uh, It's an unusual feeling. That's for certain, but I have been through this before. So uh, it's helpful. Sure. I'd never really talked in depth about his joining, but from what he has described, unusual is definitely a word. Yeah, I remember he said that uh, it was it, it was like uh, it was he compared it to uh, changing out hard drives. You, you forget I was there at the time. Uh, no, I know you were. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I I forgot I was there at the time, I guess. Uh, It's hard to remember all the things I should remember, you know? I can sort of relate. Sometimes being an empath, sorting out which are your emotions and thoughts, which are the thoughts and emotions of everyone else in the room, especially in a crowded room, I imagine is similar. Seems like a lot of noise to me. Uh, I have a hard enough time with my own emotions. I can't imagine having to deal with everybody else's while I was at it. You deal with generation upon generation of drill in your head. Yeah, but they know how to be quiet. Well, Except for, except for, uh, except for, um, uh, um, shoot, I don't remember my own, uh, except for my first, my first host, she's very bossy. Uh, I can already tell her, I can already hear her criticizing me. It's weird to be criticized by yourself. do a good enough job of criticizing yourself before you're joined. Now you just have an extra voice. Oh, God. You're right. Oh, God. Now I'm criticizing myself for criticizing myself. 
he stops scanning and just sits next to you. Breathe. Sorry. Yeah. It's an adjustment. Yeah. A significant one. Uh, yeah, you're right. Thanks to Sarah. Given the context, I'll let it slide. But do remind Jorad that while we are on duty, there is a chain of command and honorific supply. Right, right. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. You're right, uh, Dr. Onia. Your comment about hard drives makes me wonder if you and Eva might perhaps have some insight for each other. Um, I suppose it couldn't hurt. Be worth conversation. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll, uh, I'll do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe she'll. Maybe. Uh, Jorad really thought that Ava was something special. Maybe it's time I I tried to see what that was. One of a kind. That seems like a good place to wrap up the scene. Yeah. We'll go to the next scene, uh, which we will do in uh, the transporter room. Uh, we will have our new. Uh, I don't see the character science officer, right? Yeah. We'll have Monty uh, beaming up to meet with uh, Tong. Tong will be there as well. Uh, oh god i really don't like this software um and then tong is engineering right tong all right so uh, as you materialize onto uh the transporter pad aboard the europa the first thing you notice is that the lim lights are slightly dimmer than normal uh, for a starship um most likely because they're entering star dock phase um but uh Standing in front of you is a short Ferengi. Uh, Tong, pretty much as soon as he's done materializing, you will uh, quickly run out from behind the console uh, and run up onto the pad and grasp your hand and start shaking. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant, it, it, it is good to welcome you aboard the Europa. Hello, hello, and 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 welcome. I am Ensign Tong. Uh, you must be our new uh, our new science officer. Yes. Hey. Thank you, Anson. I yes, I'm here to assist with getting Eva back up and running smoothly and all that. Oh yes, Eva, Eva, of course. She's um, she she's great. You'll you'll really like her. She she's great. I I could introduce you. That would be wonderful. Great, great. Um. Well, there, I'm 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 on duty for the next couple hours. There's there's going to be a lot of rotations, but uh, I mean I, I I do plan on showing people around. I, I'm I, a sort of uh, re resident 
uh, morale expert here on the Europa. I would love to get a tour. I'm not that familiar with starships, actually. I tend to pull ground duty assignments mostly. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, the Europa is a gem then, a perfect example of, uh, uh, of Starfleet engineering. I look forward to the tour then. Good, good. Uh, well, I'll, I'll begin transporting up uh, all, all of your belongings. Did, did you bring any uh, fun, fun Earth souvenirs? Not particularly. Um, mostly just my equipment. Uh, 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 of course, if you've been there all your life, what would you need of, of, of uh, souvenirs? I'll, I'll have to see if I can uh, beam down. I, I haven't been to Earth very long. Not, not since, uh, well, I mean, not, not since the Academy, but uh, I spend most of my time on, 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 uh, on, on campus. Of course. I'm sure you'll get some shore leave before we take off again. Oh, good, good. Uh, oh, I think I have the next batch of crewmen uh, about about to uh, you know beam up and down and all over the place. So um, uh, enjoy um, you know all all of all of the ship and and whatnot. Of course, I think I probably have to see the captain and let him know I've come aboard. Yes, good idea, great idea. Uh, Ensign Tong to Captain Ambrose, uh, the the new chief science officer is here. Uh, great, great fellow. I'll I'll send him right up. All right. Thank you, Ensign. <laughs> All right. As you as you walk out of the room, uh, Tong, you slip back behind the transporter pad and um, beam the next group up. And as the door closes behind you, uh, um, Monty, uh, you hear Tong begin greeting the next group in the frantic manner that he's greeted you. Um, which point we will go to uh, the captain's ready room. Let's jump right to that. Bloop bloop. We want to have uh Devasi here for this. Uh Dasavi, sure. We can do that. Dasavi. Devasi is a TV show, so oh, that's Degrassi. That's Degrassi. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's a scientist, right? Degrassi. That's Degrassi. Uh, I, I, I think Devasi <laughs> was on well. one of my uh my recent appearances. Apologies. Yeah. Dasavi. It's okay. Uh, do we do we want sort of a, a a battle of of COs or should I welcome Maxwell on Neither. his own? Neither. See, there needs that. I don't see a need for a battle of COs, but I well. think it would make sense as the acting XO for both of mm-hmm. for both of them to be present. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to have a moment discussing things before he gets there, or do you guys want to just jump into that? And have the discussion afterwards. Uh, actually, since we've established that Dasavi was just dealing with uh, all of oh, the yeah. age stuff, I'd probably call uh, Dasavi up just as Tong announced that uh, our new CSO has arrived. Okay, so you'd probably be getting in just about the exact same time. time. Yeah. Yep. So you, Dasavi, you've entered the room and. You know, we've had a, a basic pleasantries, but then uh, the door trips again. And uh, go ahead and describe yourself for the people who are listening, uh, Nick. Of course. Uh, Monty is a 30-something uh, scientist. He has kind of graying hair, just a little uh, slightly disheveled. Um, yeah. I mean, Starfleet, so, you know, not too bad. Uh right. 
clean shaven. And, you know, and science officer blue. Okay. Two Lieutenant Pips. All right. Yeah, you don't have to get too carried away. There's uh, there's video evidence if everybody wants to see it. So. All right. Go ahead. The door, the door chirps. And then I assume, Ambrose, you can respond as you need to. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Monty Foxwell. Our new science officer. That's correct. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I'm most eager to see your facilities. Uh, sounds like you have quite a special system running here. We do. The Europe is a fine ship. And you'll find uh, the hallways might be a bit less crowded than you're used to, but we have uh, well, some of the top tech in Starfleet aboard. I'm sure we'll have plenty to play around with. That's very exciting. And Commander, I don't think I got your name in the briefing. My apologies. This is uh, the acting commanding officer, Dr. Dasani, Dasavi Onea. Executive oh, officer. I'm... Right, executive. Yeah. My apologies. I'm demoting myself now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Doctor. Fix her head. Uh, sorry, I'm still not accustomed to just to not being called doctor. Now, yes, as the captain said, acting XO, uh, chief medical officer, Dr. Desavio Nayat. Either myself or my uh, chief nurse will be performing your onboarding health screening later this afternoon as soon as you get settled. Well- Wonderful. I'm sure we'll work closely together as we explore the stars. Yes. That, I think that's right. From what I understand, you haven't been much further than the moon. That is correct, sir. Interesting. I've been assigned due to my expertise on neural systems to help your computer settle down a little. From what I've been told, right. Uh, it seems <laughs> while she was, of course, programmed with all of the sufficient knowledge of uh, Starfleet Academy, she has not. I, I kind of look over at Desabi, and there's sort of a mental link. You'd be the only person who can pick up on this. Of wow, am I actually referring to it as she? And I look back at. Maxwell. Monty. Foxwell. Monty Foxwell. Mm-hmm. Monty. She's had some glitches we'd like you to take a look at. We're also implementing a more traditional academy approach to teaching this AI. Very interesting. Uh, You'll be hitting that up. Excellent. I've studied her... No, father isn't really correct, but I did work with her designer. I'm very curious to see how she develops, neurologically speaking. Are you referring to... 
what's his name? I'm blank from his name. Um, it was two. It's why I left it vague. Yeah. Yep. That one. That guy. Maddox. Maddox. Maddox yes. yes. Are you referring to Dr. Maddox or are you referring to Jared Hage? Uh, Dr. Maddox. It was my understanding he pushed heavily to get this system installed. Well, uh, we did. We could use a new expert on our systems. So I would advise you head down to her core and introduce yourself. Wonderful. I'll do just that. I will try not to let my inexperience hamper things. You'll see, at least in the lab, I should know my way around just fine. Very good. Once you get settled in, uh, I can have somebody show you to your room. Once you get settled in, I do report to the doctor for your physical. Uh, I assume you've had any inoculations you may need. Of course. And uh, go familiarize yourself with your new team and the new systems. All right. Thank you, Captain. And you can let me or the Lieutenant Commander know if you need anything. I will do that. It was a pleasure meeting you, Commander. And Captain. And he will head down towards the computer core. All right. That leaves the captain and the first officer to have their discussion. Yeah, Ambrose does kind of just lean against his lean his chin against his hand and turn his head as Monty leaves. I uh, I would love for Yezebeth to walk into the captain's uh ready room. <laughs> do, do you even like chirp the door or do you just walk right on? Oh no, I just walk right yeah. in and I'm like reading something. And then she notices where she is. <laughs> Sorry. I force a habit. Can I help you, Ensign? No, I I was just I don't I don't know what I was doing. Never mind. Sorry. Right. Hold up a sec. How are you um how are you doing? Um well uh have you ever had three lifetimes of experience slipped into your head at once? I can't say I have, no. Kind of like that. Kind of like you'd, you'd imagine that. I take it you've been keeping up with your scheduled appointments with the symbiosis committee calls and seeing your counselor yes the the guardians have been giving me exercises to help with the joining process but i don't know there's always this stern disapproval i i don't think they like that i'm on the ship probably because and then she gestures to the doorway she just came through right Well, I think that's ultimately your call, unless Starfleet has any issues 
but I don't think um, I don't think that is a worry as of yet. Yeah, um, that's I I, I want to stay here on the Europa. Yeah, I, I no ship in the fleet has this the the kind of sensor resolution that these babies have. I mean, come on, those PX four ninety eights alone have. I can't. Couldn't possibly go anywhere else. Well, I'm glad you'll be staying with us then. Anything else I can help you with, Ensign? No, no, I just need to find my way back to my actual room. Uh, sorry, again, won't, won't happen again. And then she'll turn around and leap. And almost immediately, another sigh comes out, and he turns his head and leans on his hand again with a little shake of his head. Going to need a lot of lenience as she adjusts. As we all adjust. As we all adjust. My only concern is, as unique as her situation is, not entirely fair to the rest of the crew we don't give anyone else the amount of leeway that we're going to give her for breaches of protocol like that that's very true it's my hope that uh And she gets control of that soon. Have you noticed? Well, a few months. A few months. I'm certain she will. How are you settling in? I know on our trip back from the expanse to here, I haven't had too much need of you in your new role, but as acting XO, especially now that we're dealing with shore leave, crew rotations, a new assignment, I'm sure, I'm going to need you to focus on first officer duties. So I would recommend that you speak with your medical staff and delegate Lieutenant Daphine has things well in hand from the nursing side of things. Uh, the EMH is all too happy to be turned on. I hear we're supposed to be getting a new doctor. That will help. Um, we certainly need someone to fill Mars shoes. You, you, get a, you get a sense of a, a, a longing for a no. Missing old friend no. that quickly gets stifled down. Not that anyone could really fill their shoes. But. Well, I'm hoping yet another war doesn't break out, but it will be helpful to have somebody with field training. 
Yes, um, because I'm the last person who should be on combat away missions. I would agree. <laughs> what do I need to be doing as far as settling in the new crew? Well, most of your official duty as first officer is largely administrative, making sure everybody is properly assigned to their correct departments, their correct rotations, the correct cabins, um, direct anyone to the appropriate facilities. Of course, you'll sort of be double dipping in that role as medical officer when it comes to medical issues, counseling issues. I'm sure you'll be liaisoning, liaising. I'm sure it'll be liaising with various uh, Starfleet officials while we're here. Uh, and of course, in both of your roles, I'd like you to continue looking over Tirka. Yes, Beth. Not calling her Tirka is an adjustment. Yeah. I keep having to correct her records. I'd also like you to keep an eye on our new science officer as he adjusts to his new surroundings. I'm sure he is more than capable of working on our young AI core but it troubles me that he has no experience aboard ship. Especially Odd. with the length of his career. Without hardly exactly. He's a desk jockey. With everything going on in the past 20 years, it amazes me that he's been able to sit in a chair the whole time. Yes. Sure, you know, there's certain protocols and means of comporting yourself and things to be aware of out in the void that you don't have to deal with when you're on the ground. So just make sure it doesn't walk out an airlock or something. I don't want to send back. Goodness. And, of course, on the flip side of that coin, well, allow him to, uh, to brief you regularly on Eva. We've been limiting her interaction and integration to the ship since her personality issue arose. But since we're working on a skeleton crew and she's supposed to be picking up that slack, we're going to need her fully operational soon. We have time. Uh, we have to have all the holes patched up before we actually get onto anything, any new business, or at least I would hope. So hopefully there's time for that. 
we have an estimate of how long her training is supposed to go? I don't imagine we're actually sending her through all of Academy. Because I don't know. I'll be talking with, I'm sure, various admirals, scientists, doctors on that in the coming days. I spent five and a half years in the Academy. Most everybody else spent between three and six years. Depending on your track, yes. Now, she already has most of that information programmed in, from what I understand, but we're not only teaching her how to be her. Right. (laughs) We're not only teaching an AI how to be a Starfleet personnel, but how to be Person. A person, sentient, mm-hmm. a part of a whole. Follow the chain of command and not make executive decisions shutting out the ship. Right. These were all concerns I had from the very beginning. Uh, with a ship of this nature and a mission that we're tasked with. This is not the time or the place for an alpha test. But it's what we got. So I guess keep an eye on it. Unfortunately, I think they weren't really expecting us to do half the things we did. We weren't supposed to be in a war. We weren't supposed to be a combat ship. We are supposed to be an exploration ship. And if it had been limited to that, it would have been perfect for an alpha test. Exploration is, by definition, a lot of new variables. If you want to break it down into machine thinking. At least in combat, I'd assume that she... would understand protocol integration of new experiences that I'm worried about and that's what we're out here for sitting around talking about it isn't going to get anything done I'll be relying on Foxwell to get her working properly in the meantime see to the rest of the crew rotation I pick up a a pad and sort of wave it at her. I hear there's going to be another Oniet on the ship. What 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 am I as an empath getting off of Devasi? Devasi? Um, A mix of Pride and stress and fear. Um, not really fear. Um, predicted frustrations. I assume this isn't going to be a problem. Oh, no. Certainly not. Um, 
Kendall's a good kid. Uh, if it were my youngest, it would be a whole different story. But Kendall is smart and she's your typical oldest oldest child. I am a little concerned about, I think, what will be the natural mother-daughter dynamics, but I don't think that's anything that's going to be good. Just remember, at least when you're on duty, she's not just a good kid. She's a new ensign. Yes. She's a new ensign. And as you said before, there's chain of command, protocol, comportment. With my own background, I have always been concerned about family members working on the same ship. But as you've pointed out a number of times before, we are an exploration ship, and that shouldn't be a problem. I have my own misgivings. Um, I would not have... I would not have chosen to put my child on my own ship. Um, simply for the parental dynamic of it. I think she's a good addition to the ship. I think she'll do well. Um, but I share your misgivings. Family working together can be often is more problematic than not. Uh, now, remind me as a player, I see her in the command department. What what role is uh, Kendall filling? Uh, she's, on, she's on the captain's track. So, like, she's going to be leading, like, small work crews and stuff. Uh, you know, so she's in the command track, headed, headed for captaincy eventually, you know. Middle management at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, it looks like she has some aspirations to her. Now that will fall directly under your jurisdiction as XO to supervise her and uh, see to her own supervision of various functions and departments uh, though at this point with no offense she may have more actual command training than you do Tom might have more command training right your ed would disagree but and I never really agreed on my place in the command roles. That is something I am intimately familiar with.
you're it until I find somebody better or you die. That's how it works. May that search be short and the prospects fruitful. Wait, or you die. <laughs> that is the wrong direction. <laughs> you uh you you sort of you sort of get the sense from me just an internal sigh doctors. <laughs> Just wave after wave of, you know, that's that's how it works in war out in the field. And there's a begrudging acknowledgement that somebody with a doctor's point of view would, you know, see the flip side of the coin. I fixed you once. I'm not letting you die. For more reason than I don't want to sit in that chair. Well, that's certainly an incentive to continue an excellent job. Any other concerns? No. Well. Immediate concerns. Concerns I can do anything about. Um, no, but as I'm certain is already on your radar, we will probably be hearing from the drill council any day now. Joy. That's my opinion as well. All right. I look forward to pad after pad of reports. Congratulations, first officer. I've always loved paperwork. It gives you a a jokingly facetious salute. heads off he'll he'll nod and uh just sort of before you even you know make it to the door stand up turn around and walk over to a a new little end table in the ready room and take a a teapot off the counter off a little uh like old style portable burner and just pour himself a mug of hot water go into a drawer and take out an actual tea bag and put it in. Uh, this is probably also a good point to point out that the captain's ready room is very different from how Jared kept it. There's no longer little knickknacks all over the place. Um, there is a little model ship of a Miranda class. There is a... Uh, a photograph, an actual uh, photograph of a of a of a star base that you can actually see outside the window uh, on his office uh, on the on the ready room wall. Uh, there is in a little display case off to one side, uh, two display cases actually a really busted up Gem Hadar pulse rifle, and below it. Uh, Marjad's what did he use? Um, Mechleth. 
other than that, it's kept fairly Spartan. To be expected. Uh, he'll he'll sit down in his chair, turn turn to. I'm sure there's some sort of external window and just sort of steep his tea until somebody bothers him again. I'd like to have Malini bother bother him if that's okay. all right. Sure. Uh, she'll trip the door. Come. Uh, Malini Silva walks in. Uh, she's holding a data pad and she says, ah, uh, uh, Commander, um, I needed you to sign off on this. It's authorization for me to go off world. Reach out his hand and take the data pad. Uh, she hands you the data pad. It is indeed authorization to go off world, it, but this, the the uh, destination is redacted. Yeah, it, it's it's a whole bunch of black lines, and underneath it's just the <laughs> the insignia of uh, of intelligence. Not Starfleet intelligence. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Moving up in the world. Moving somewhere. Well, uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing the rest of this shortly, but sure. Type in authorization code. Uh, I never did thank you for this uh, authorization. I know you put your reputation on the line by uh, by allowing a ex maki to apply to Starfleet intelligence. And I just want to let you know, I won't let you down. I recognize you have a unique qualification for such work, but just as you had, uh, remind me, she did go through the Academy, right? Yep. Yeah, just just as you did have to readjust to Starfleet protocols in the academy, there's going to be even more of that. And he waves the pad back over to you. So no joyriding in the company uh, shuttle is what you're saying. Probably not, but who knows what these guys get up to. I'll be back as soon as I can. I'm not sure how long the training is, but uh, I'll be back uh, as soon as it's completed. I'm sure I'll be kept in the loop. Just um, don't lose yourself in all of this. To lose myself, I'd have to know who I, I, I'd have to, to lose myself, I'd have to have found myself in the first place. Let's just uh, play it by ear. You might want to work on that. I'll, I'll have plenty of practice going to redacted. So. Thanks, Captain. There's kind of an eyebrow twitch as he goes, oh, right. <laughs> Have fun, Lieutenant. She departs. All right. 
Um, let's jump to another person coming aboard ship. Um, let's do Tong. I oh, know Jack's getting a lot of screen time here. Um, Tong and the new Oneit. Right. I I would actually can I can I make a suggestion? Sure. Could we do Kendall Oneit and Daniel Kalman, two new people? Yeah, works for me. Uh, I mean, they could they could beam up at the same time. Tom could do a quick in, introduction, and then you guys can have a conversation as you leave and walk down the halls. Yeah, sure. Um, let's do Tong. And who was the other one? Uh, Danielle. She's security. The all right. Go ahead. So once again, in the transporter room, uh, you see Tong slide his fingers up and down the, the console. And as they are materializing, he runs out from behind the console and uh, goes to greet these two new arrivals. Uh, Ensign, 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 uh, but both of you, good, good to see you. I, uh, I, I am uh, Ensign Tong, and you must be uh, Ensign Danielle Kaunin and uh, Ensign uh oniet kendall oniet uh, i know your mother uh, lovely woman dang here i was hoping that uh here here i was hoping i'd run into somebody who hadn't met uh no probably not aboard this ship uh, she is the doctor right that sounds worse than uh than i meant than i meant it to um no uh, great so i understand uh well, we, we, uh, a, 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 a red collar and a yellow collar. That's fun. Uh, I suppose. I, I dig your enthusiasm, Benson. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I, uh, well, as uh, the, the first point of contact for many, uh, many new arrivals and the last point of contact for many people departing, uh, I do uh, I do enjoy putting on a friendly face. I, I also plan on hosting a, a, a tour to show you around the ship. Uh, you, you and all the other uh, uh, newcomers. It's, uh, it's not a big ship, but it, uh, it, it, it's uh, rather um, sparse sometimes, so you can get lost. Hmm. Oh, okay. Have either of you played Tongo before? Once in the academy, I got fleeced for I, I got fleeced for my uh, best app, my my best shoes. Perfect. I will show you the game. <laughs> uh, what 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 about you, uh, Ensign Ensign Kellen? Uh I haven't played before, but I, I would love to try. Perfect. Perfect. It is a game well suited to newcomers. Wonderful. Your mom's the chief medic here? That's got to be tough. Uh, I'd rather not uh, get into that right now. Let's let's just... I, I assume you're, like, ushering Kalman out the door to get away from Tong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, so on about the, about that time, about the time you also get a chirp of the new next communicator coming up. Okay. Right, uh, oh, oh, per- perfect. Uh, I, I do have to be going. Uh, do, do ask her about that time we, uh, we delivered that baby. Uh, uh, two actually one was a space whale oh, as you exit into the <laughs> corridor Tong, best midwife ever and he'll um, go back around to his console and... he was rather more excitable than I was expecting 
she says that uh, Akendo says, uh, I suppose, uh, uh, I'm Kendo, by the way. You can call me Danny since we're the same rank. Jesus. He says, and I'll extend your hand for a handshake. She'll shake it back. You know, I'd uh, think twice about joining you on that Tango game. If there's one thing I've learned, it's uh, if, if there if uh, if there's one thing I've learned, uh, it's that you shouldn't go in blind to a Ferengi Tango game. I'm sure I'll be all right. What is this your first? Uh, is this your first time on a Starship? I mean, besides training, uh, you know, we got to go on a couple like shakedown missions when we were working, but as security, you know, we don't necessarily get to see too much. Did you serve aboard one of the cadet training cruisers? Yes. The angriest cat. She is very unhappy about something. I don't know what. Jesus, I'm glad there's I'm glad there's somebody else here who's new. I uh, by the when I was in the academy, uh, they were still servicing the Dautilus. That thing was almost 100 years old at this point. I mean, they didn't have too many ships with the war and all. I suppose not. Honestly, I'm more nervous serving under a war hero captain. It's going to be a little tough. To impress him, the working security. I've heard he's a cyborg. He's missing some things. I mean, really? That's amazing. He probably doesn't like to talk about it, though. Well, I'm certainly not going to ask him. <sighs> I. Hmm. I wonder who'd be able to tell me about it. Uh, well, I, you could talk to the, you could talk to my mom, I guess. She would know. She's the one who gave him the, the cybernetics. Wow. That's, no wonder you're so nervous about working with her. That must be a lot. Look, I'm not nervous, okay? Like, it's, it's not that big a deal. It's just, you know, I don't know why they put me on this ship. I didn't ask for it. I guess they probably just needed more people. It sounds like they had an eventful first cruise. Sounds to be like some some uh, somebody at the Puro personnel wanted to play a sick joke on me. That's the best I can figure. I mean, maybe it'll be good. You're, I assume you don't look like you're going to go to hell, so I assume you want to move up in the world. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to be a captain. Well, maybe that'll help. They can't have you get too high rank if she's aboard two here, so you'll maybe get transferred quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Maybe I can get transferred. You both notice as you're walking through the corridors how few people there actually are walking around on the ship. 
Um, not only is it in star dock, but it's even that seems like it's a sparse. Um, I, I thought this class of ship was really big. I was, just everyone on shore leave. You should have read the, you should have read your, uh, your mission briefing. Uh, the, a lot of the crews, uh, they, 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 it's operating on a skeleton crew because it's uh, most of it's automated. That's right. But if, what was that computer's thing's name? The Ivy, something like that. She'll bring up her data pad and Eva, I believe. That's right. I totally forgot about it. Uh, I don't know how much I trust uh, trust my life on a machine. Well, you just have to trust the rest of the crew. I mean, we have to have manual overrides for things, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the captain's thought about that. He's got to, have, right? I mean, I'd assume. That seems like a good uh, point to end the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Um, Uh, Point point of order. Uh, I don't know if we covered promotions. Did Mills get a promotion to full lieutenant or is she still junior grade? Um, So we didn't really settle on promotions at all mm-hmm. yep. that would be a good time though if you were going to do one yes. <laughs> right? so maybe, maybe ambrose has to has to submit the request to starfleet command for approval uh I mean, yeah that, that would be one thing i would have done over this period i would have submitted uh promotion authorization for Lieutenants, junior grade Fiona Mills and Koba, since they are going to be sort of double heading the security detail on the ship, security department, uh, they should probably be an actual rank. Right on. Sounds good to me. They would be any anything, any rank approval, any rank promotions below commander that you'd like to do starfleet will just approve they, mm-hmm. they trust your judgment um as for the commander uh, if you want to if you were trying to promote the savvy to commander they would they would uh mm-hmm. that would require starfleet approval yeah um other than that you're pretty much all set you guys can change those ranks on the sheet if you want um uh so could i then suggest a scene perhaps between uh Mills and um Koba. No, the new security officer. Uh, Danny. Danny, yep. Dan- yeah, Danny between oh. Mills and Nancy. Danny. Could I could I could I do could we add Koba in that? Uh, yeah, Koba too. Yeah. For some reason I thought you were already in that. Yeah, but the the, the three of you. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, by it the way, where she'd had first. By the way, just going back to the the topic of promotions, I I would recommend Tom for a promotion too. I think he'd make Great. a good yeah. lieutenant junior. Um, I, I I was I was leaning on that, so uh, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say no, that is that's something that um, when we reconvened, Dasavi would have been like, "Hey, um, you you need to promote for my friend." Mm-hmm. Uh, is lieutenant junior grade? 
something they they include outside of just starting at the academy? Would Ensign go straight to lieutenant, or does it actually go to lieutenant junior grade? Uh, it just depends on the the level of promotion you want to give them. If you think it's a worthwhile promotion, you can just skip junior grade. It, um, Doctor Greg's make no sense when you dig into them. Yeah, I, I don't remember a lot of junior grade, but it's usually something reserved for just outside of. There are many, there are many lieutenant junior grades in the series. They just don't call them lieutenant junior grades. They're just yeah. called lieutenants. That's true. That's true. Well, I yeah, just, just like calling lieutenant commander, you can call a commander. It's just yeah. Uh, I I would say, and Dasavi would argue that everything, um, and Mills would argue too, everything that Tong has done. He he's earned that full position. Mm-hmm. Even even though running through the bowels of the ship after secret agent Tong, secret agent Tong <laughs> was a little foolhardy. Mm-hmm. We're work on some self control and informing our superiors of what the fuck we're doing. He, yeah, so I I think with everything that he's done, and since we're sort of kind of sort of maybe fast tracking him to chief of engineer. Uh, to relieve Kostra at some point, I think it would make sense to make him a full lieutenant. But I don't think we need to have that uh, promotion meeting between me and myself. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Yeah, um, I want to uh, see that level of whiplash. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, so, so just I, just to get it, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say at the end of the scene between. Uh, Danielle and the new Oniet. There's so many new names I have to learn. Uh, I would chirp to to Danny. Uh, Ensign Kellman, I understand you've just come aboard. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Uh, welcome. Please report to the, uh, the security office. I'd like you to meet our Heads of security, Lieutenant Fiona Mills and Lieutenant Koba. At once. And she'll not run because that's undignified for a Starfleet officer, but walk quickly. Just to get another character into the scene, because I like doing that. uh, Let's do this in the armory. I'm assuming Mills and Kostra or Mills and Koba are going over the... uh, the uh, armament on the ship and security protocols and whatnot, and the uh, the uh, SSH who we've only seen a couple times ever mm-hmm. uh, can get a get a quick scene in. I was not ex- I was not expecting to play the SSH <laughs> tonight. I'm going to have to channel my uh, my Robert Picardo. <laughs> Coba's, Coba's talking to talking to the the, the uh, hologram. He's saying, Mark. I've got it. While we're here, we've got to take this opportunity. Can you request a a, a portable man photon launcher? What? I believe it is my place, uh, Lieutenant, now. I I believe it is your place, Lieutenant, now to make the request. And it is my place to say that is utterly ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> you never know when you're going to need one. We might need to blow up a mountain sometime. It could happen. We have ship-mounted armaments to deal with blowing up mountains, Lieutenant. Well, sure, but what if we need to do it on the ground? What if there's, like, a crystalline ceiling over the mountain? And we Look, <laughs> trust Phasers me. can penetrate the atmosphere, Lieutenant. 
you you'll wind up Mills blowing yourself up. Like break her, cause, largely because it's just the three of us in this room. But instead of being the very stoic, she is looking at you like you've lost your damn mind. <laughs> he turns to Mills. Mills, back me up here. No, I will not. Man, portable photon launcher. Just, just one, just one, and we will only use it on special occasions. Hova, do you remember when we were dealing with the RN and you came running into the bridge, triumphantly yelling, I've got the bombs, when really all they needed was a little re-guidance? I think now's the best time for the bell to ring, so... I, the door would just open because it's. A, oh yeah, it is armory. So yeah. yeah. Nope. Tell you what, let's yeah. ask, let's ask the ensign tiebreaker tiebreaker. We're not letting the ensign, and certainly not the new ensign. No. Ensign. Lieutenant. Ensign. Like she, Lieutenant? the door open, and she just like just like snap right back into super professional. She's looking at Koba. Koba will, will cross his arms. Have an example to set. Lieutenants, she stands at attention. Ensign, you must be our new security. Yes, I'm uh, Ensign Danny Cannon. It's a pleasure to meet you. Likewise, I am Lieutenant Mills. This is my compatriot, Lieutenant Koba. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. There's been so much you guys have already done. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh. They haven't blown themselves up. Um, <laughs> just a fine day's One of work. Us. Just, just, a, just a normal day's work in Starfleet. When you serve on the Europa, you find yourself in all kinds of sticky situations. Situations that may or may not require a man-portable proto- man photon launcher. Re- really? You no. Know. Oh, of course. That that would be uh, silly, right? <laughs> yes. Silly. Perfect Starfleet lingo. You can have all the proton launchers you want in the hollow deck. He's the he's the quartermaster. Uh, he's a hologram. Uh, I call him Mark. I... I believe he begrudgingly accepts. I am the security services hologram Mark One. Uh, it's nice to meet you. A pleasure. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your specialties? Uh, of, of course. I have just lost the sheet where I had written down here correct specialties. I made like four. There we go. I. Uh, I am trained in the using the ship for tactical systems and also in hand-to-hand combat. Um, I also am decently good at piloting ground vehicles. Just don't ask me to pilot a ship. I have no clue. Um, Theoretically, security should not be asked to do that. However, we are a small crew and we get thrown into interesting places. I mean, of course, I took the basic courses. I could do it if I had to, but more 
more of a grand girl. Well, you'll fit right in. We're a, we're a close-knit crew here. That's wonderful. I'm very eager to start. I honestly thought with everything that had happened after the Dominion War that I'd kind of just end up in a quiet outpost somewhere, arresting shoplifters or something. Well, congratulations. You have ended up in the best ship in Starfleet. I have, sir. So you're not... You're still an ensign, but you're not fresh from the academy. No, I... I am, ma'am. I... Just started... uh, This is my first actual assignment. I did take the cadet cruise a little bit, but... They tend to make those pretty safe. Security doesn't have too much we have to do there. I think I got to shoot phasers at some asteroids at one point for target practice. What is it you're hoping to do? Uh, I would love to get to go out and protect the Federation, ma'am. I, I'm very well trained in combat and trying to being able to try and protect people and that's what I want to do you see yourself more boots on the ground or rolling I, from the ship I definitely prefer boots on the ground but um, you know I was in Starfleet I, or I was just in the academy I'm decently well trained in the Use of the onboard ship systems. And I'm more than happy to do any job you require. Ah, the bright eyes and bushy tail of fresh out of the academy. It's invigorating, isn't it? Thank you, sir. You like fresh blood. Always so hopeful. I'm eager to make a difference. You know what would make a difference? No. You're not getting it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this to the I'm gonna take this to the XO. We'll we'll settle this there. Oh no, please don't. <laughs> that's a good place to stop. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> um Tong. Let's do one more for Tong here. Uh, as I got someone else coming aboard ship. Uh, let's see, where's Tonger at? Tong, 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 tong. Tong, 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 tong. Yeah, do, changing the default size, these will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially since I'm on a 4K screen. Um, all right. So, Tong, you are beaming up another person. Uh, this time, the individual materializes. It's a tall trill. Um, well-built, uh, got a small briefcase with them. Um, they are listed on your, uh, on your manifest, on your, not manifest, on the, uh, uh, transport record as a member of the Symbiosis Commission. Um, as he beams up, he looks and smiles at, 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 uh, at you. Uh, you must be, um... And Sintong, yes? I, I've, I've heard of the Ferengi aboard this ship. 
yes, yes, uh, uh, sir. Um, welcome aboard. I see you're not one of our new uh, new new crew. You must be here for uh, for 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 Cherka. Uh, yes, Beth. Um, Page. Them. Indeed. Uh, if you could inform your uh, commanding officer that I'm aboard, I would like right to... Right away. To... Uh, Captain, the uh, Trill person is here. Thank you, Ensign. You can send them to my ready room. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll see you. Excellent. Should I call anybody else? Would you would you like me to get uh Cherka, um Paige, um them? No, thank you. Ensign. No. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. Yes, uh new lieutenant. I'm still getting used to it myself. Uh, tell me how how have you uh, how have you been enjoying Earth? Have you spent a lot of time there? To be perfectly honest, I find it to be a dreary world. If you'll excuse well, me, I've, I've not been to I've not been to Trill, but I would like to. Okay, bye. <laughs> he clearly he's clearly being quite dismissive of you and trying to get away from you as yeah. quickly as possible. Um, uh, yeah, so he heads to the uh, captain's ready room. We'll go ahead and drop that right now. Uh, re- remind me, I believe it was Tong and Silva who had a report going. I don't think Tong has had that much to do with Jerka before, right? Not really all Not lot. really. Yeah, they play okay. Tongo. They, play they did Tongo. play Tongo. Yeah. But. Yeah, they did play Tongo, but we'll leave it at that. That's fine. For now, anyway. I smell a love interest. Uh, <laughs> uh so you're you're in your ready room, and uh several minutes later, the not even minutes really, but uh the door chirps. Enter. Uh in walks the trill. Um, again, he's a tall individual. Um, Captain, my name is Esoil uh, Felosig. Felosig, sorry. Uh, Esoil Felosig. I am from the Trill Symbiosis Commission. I'm here to evaluate the viability of your new ca- of the new Hage host. Well, Mr. Felosic, uh, it's good to have you aboard. I am uh, to understand that the Hage symbiote was injured, and that is why the impromptu uh, joining happened. Right. Um, I'd, I'd look down at the little report I have for this person do they have like full clearance for like the full debriefing or uh as far as the symbiotes committee is concerned they do they don't necessarily have any information as far as the the romulan incident they would not have that that information right uh, they're they are non-starfleet they are strictly trill symbiosis uh and remind me because it's been a few months and i've done a lot in between sure it it was a uh, it was something to do with the the warp reactor, right? Yes, he uh, Hage had been uh, Jorad Hage had been. He went to plasma control to realign the warp the cells, 
so that because you had been venting plasma pretty badly, so he was trying to see. He, he had to release. flip the uh, the the light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, he had to move some some chits around inside the the, the thing, and then pull yeah. a lever and. And yeah, um, run some cables to places that cables normally run to that didn't have cables in them for some reason. Um, and then there was a, uh, he was violently thrown out of the reactor, out of the nacelle. Um, and blasted with radiation. And blasted yeah. with radiation and, bla- and violently thrown from the nacelle itself into the nacelle control tower room and where he violently bashed himself against the uh, the back wall of the bulkhead. Uh, and between that and the radiation, he was in pretty rough shape. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mr. Flusig. Um, I'm sure you're aware Jorad took the brunt of the damage, but the hate symbiote was subjected to a large dose of theta radiation. Uh, the doctor saw to that. I'm sure you have... Uh, the details on that report and um well we only had one other trill aboard and we weren't getting to you guys any quicker so that's where ensign cherica come in came in what do you need from me uh your honest evaluation of Ensign Yezabeth, um, do you feel she is stable enough to <coughs> warrant the symbiote? Uh, she had never applied to the symbiosis uh, for joining, the symbiosis commission for joining prior to this incident. We have very little evaluative material. Uh, what am I getting with my empathy off of this guy? Is he as a general disdain as the uh, Trill Symbiosis Commission usually is? Yeah, no, he's got a general disdain for there. both you and for Chirka. Well, well for Elizabeth. Yeah. Although you only sense one mind, he is not a joint Trill. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I think, given the circumstances, she's done an admirable job. I will admit to knowing very little about your people or the intricacies of joining. How would you rate her as an officer? I have seen her record and there is some questionable incidents from her first deployment. Well, it was her first deployment. You'd be hard-pressed to find any young officer without some questionable issues. That's how they learn. Generally speaking, we try to weed that sort of uh, inconsistency out in in, in the selection process, but understandable. Were there any, I suppose I should speak with the the doctor, but are you aware of any complications that arose from the joining? Any dramatic behavioral changes that you've seen since the joining? You would have to speak with the doctor for any medical or psychological evaluation. 
uh, I've noticed a brief and hardly worth mentioning um, brain fog that comes in on occasion as she deals with, there has to be a what better word for this, assimilating multiple lifetimes worth of personality and information. I'm sure that's not unusual. I see. He takes out his pad real quick and types, a, you know, jots a few things. I appreciate your candor, Captain. Um, She's proven herself aboard this ship. Hage has proven himself aboard this ship. Yes, I have little, uh, I have little doubt that Hage Symbiote is capable. Thank you, Captain. If you don't mind, I'd like to speak with your medical staff before speaking with the ensign. Or look at the sheet. She's still an ensign, right? Yeah, we didn't promote her. Yeah, I believe she's still an ensign. With the ensign, then. Very good. Keep me informed. Of course. Thank you, Captain. Uh, At which point he stands and nods to you and departs. Let's do a scene before we get into anything like that. Let's do a scene with uh, the uh, the new uh, where Monty, the Monty, yep, and Eva, and anyone else that wants to yeah. join in that one. Before we get into that, um, yes. Brian, just to make sure that I've got my info, I'm remembering correctly. Dorad's wife was on Narendra. the mission, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. I assume she's gone home by now, but yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, no, she was on Narendra, but didn't Dorad tell Dasabi to call his wife partially be? Obviously, she could say goodbye, but also, wasn't she on the commission? Uh, she works for the commission, yeah. Works for the commission. Not, yeah, it's not necessarily a commission decision maker, but she's there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Even if she was a decision maker, I don't think they'd put her on this uh, for obvious reasons. Right. No, um, but Dasavi will happily tell the very disdainful person that <laughs> if somebody who works for the commission thought this was a good enough decision that she agrees. I want to make sure that I have my ducks in a row before I go mouthing off to a cranky delegate. <laughs> right. Uh, before you go causing inter, inter, interstellar incidents. Um, all right. That's data analysis. The real That's... good thing, Trill aren't empathic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, does anybody else want to join in on this conversation with Eva and uh, Monty? Um, O'Connor will be there. She's been with the absence of Cass. Um, he's also been working with Eva. Yeah, he would definitely ask her to be there if she's been the one tackling. Okay. The AI. Um, when you enter into the room, the library access hall, which is the main interface for Eva. Oh, Brian left. The uh, the primary access Hi. for Eva. Um, at least the primary uh, general interface, not the yeah. direct interface. It's, yeah. Uh, when you enter the room, uh, it's actually a pretty relaxed atmosphere. Um, there's a lot of uh, trinkets and knickknacks and half-finished board games like chess. And um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's a there's a, a 
a Vulcan game that's similar to chess. And then there's the oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the other one either, but there's another one that's uh, a Cardassian game of strategy. Um, there's various of those games, you know, half played on various consoles or desks and areas. And um, uh, O'Connor is in there at the moment. Uh, there's also an engineer uh, who is just another engineer um, currently installing some holographic projectors in the room. Um, unrelated just i wanted to mention that it's being done uh so with that uh o'connor is sitting at the the council uh what is actually probably going to wind up being your desk um as you walk in greetings ensign it's wonderful to meet you i'm your new i guess for the time being superior officer lieutenant foxwell hold out a hand I understand you've been liaising. I cannot speak tonight. <laughs> liaising? That's what I was trying to say, yes. With Eva, after the de- the departure of... Gosh darn it, I had it written down. Your former chief science officer. I dare you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yes, since Lieutenant Shabaraneva left, uh, Ensign Tong, well, Lieutenant Tong and I have kind of been the primary people working with, with Eva. The Ferengi, interesting. He has a really good rapport with her. Oh, intriguing. Kazraneva, Shabaraneva, there you go. Continue, sorry. That was my... Uh, challenge accepted (laughs) (laughs) how how have you been progressing with her testing it sounds like she's reaching a state of awareness if i may speak freely sir of course um i think reaching is the wrong word i think eva has had more of a sense of awareness and even sentience than her creators give her credit for. Truly. That is fascinating. You would note, you would note uh, Maxwell that I'm sorry, the uh, Boxwell um, having worked with uh, Bruce Maddox for some mm-hmm. time now, uh bruce maddox does not believe that eva can be sentient like he has designed her to not be sentient although intelligent um in fact he denies any possibility of it he is protested against it largely i think like in data. part yeah largely in part because of the situation with data so you have been inundated with your time at daystrom that yeah. eva cannot be sentient i take that has- take that with do with what as yeah. you will so he has a very strong drive to learn um not only about herself and her role but about the crew and what it is to be a person um she also exhibited a very strong sense of self-preservation albeit it caused problems. Um, Are you sure it isn't a, a programming issue? No, it. she said she felt threatened and shut us out. 
it it wasn't the only programming issue is the fact that she was able to do it that is interesting that we they should hmm. what? He also exhibited um and and granted i am a scientist not a doctor but uh, from my perspective um a sense of a, a fractured sense of self and a bit of an existential crisis after um after we ran into the alternate dimension eva and after she had the encounter with uh the core the one from the space station that was corrupted yes, yes. interesting i'm sure you ran a diagnostic to make sure none of that programming somehow jumped ship so to speak yes sir wonderful uh what are you doing right now to i suppose the word you want me to use would be rehabilitate her uh, so she is going through academy programming um he's learning various protocols at, at and not just computer protocols, but also chain of command protocols and why she can't do things like just take over the ship and shut us out. Sensible. Uh, I would strongly advise you to not go around talking about her sentience quite yet as it's definitely would cause issue it is it is a controversial subject i i suspect if you were to contact lieutenant Neva, she would likely agree with me i for what that's worth i'm not dismissing you out of hand and no just... no sorry so, sorry so she she looks mildly frantic i i i i, I didn't mean to to suggest you were, sir. Sorry. My my apologies. It's just fine. Let me go ahead and see the programs you've been running. I feel like we should start go, taking her through some ethical simulations if we truly if you truly are concerned about her taking over the ship again. Hmm. Somewhere in a clean state. You pulls up the stuff that they've been doing and um, and from here, it's going to be a bunch of techno talk. If right. We, Unless you want to do actually interface with Eva, which you can. Oh, actually, no, he would want to talk to her. Let's go ahead and turn her on for now. And I suppose introduce myself. Um, all right, you sit down at the, at the council and, and uh, uh, interface. Uh, how do, how do you want to try to interface with Eva to start with? Are you going to try typing or just want to say hello? How do you want Because uh, she's the full-time AI on the ship. She's always yeah. on. So, so uh, Hello, Eva. Are you... Have you been listening? Greetings, Lieutenant Foxwell. I have been overhearing your conversation. However, I... I have been informed that eavesdropping is... Uh, an undesirable activity that is correct although sometimes even 
non-electronics overhear things without meaning to. How can I be of service to you, Lieutenant? I just wanted to get to know you a little bit. I heard quite a bit from you, from Maddox and reading your file as I, before I was transferred here. You were here to replace Lieutenant Charbaraneva. Oh, replace is a strong word. Can one human truly, can one person truly replace another? I'm merely here to assist in your development. I understand. In what way can we be, can I be of service in your, to facilitate your, uh, your mission? Uh, I'd like to know, well, with the Ensign's remarks, how are you feeling? He grabs a pad that I'm sure is somewhere on the table to start taking a few notes. If I had to ascribe a feeling, it would be uneasy. Interesting. About meeting me or something else? I have reviewed my creational data. I have followed Commander Maddox's career. I have educated myself on his career uh, and and, and my creation. And I am not entirely certain where this is going to end. But Mr. Maddox's, Dr. Maddox's record indicates that there may in fact be an additional reset to my programming. My records indicate, uh, the records, the records, not mine, the records indicate that I have been reset several times. I do not wish to be reset. Interesting. Do you... Ah, shoot. I just had a question and it totally jumped out of my brain as I started asking it. This is me, the player, talking. Um, yeah. Blast it all. Okay, that one's gone now, so we're going to go in another direction. <laughs> Would you try to stop us if we decided we had to reset you? It is an ethical question I cannot answer, hypothetically. Fair enough. Make some more notes. For the moment, I have no intention of doing so. Uh I'm hoping that we can reintegrate you into the running at your optimal capacities again without needing to take such drastic measures. May I ask you a question, Lieutenant? Of course. If someone were to attempt to reset you, would you not resist? I believe I, pro- I, believe I would try to resist. You are most correct. I am under the impression and the understanding that my resistance would be different. It is, a conundrum, it is a conundrum that I am facing, and I look forward to having future discussions on the matter. Lieutenant Chibaraneva has done an, had done an excellent job of trying to aid in my growth 
and my development. I look forward to having that similar relationship. I hope so as well. I, as I said, I have no desire to reset you at the moment. I've merely, I suppose you could say, assessing your capacity. Why can I not talk tonight? <laughs> assessing your capabilities in order to more fully grasp what has happened during your I suppose you could say dry run or alpha test. It's understandable. I look forward to just determining uh, the success or failure of the experiment. As do I. Let us begin. Um, at which point you guys uh, settled into doing something. Unless, oh, Connor, you had anything else you wanted to add? Negative. Okay. okay. Uh, could, uh, I, could I actually chime in as, as Tong real quick? I want to I wanna come over to, uh, to, to Foxwell. Uh, Lieutenant Foxwell, this this is uh, this is Lieutenant Tong. Uh, I just got done with my duty shift. Um, I was wondering if you would like me to introduce you to Eva now. Oh, my apologies. I totally. We were actually just talking to her. Uh, Ensign oh, O'Connor was assisting me, but it sounds like you are most familiar with her. I would love to talk to you about it. Uh, Possibly after the tour you talked about, right, right, right. Uh, of course, you don't, you don't, you don't, no, you don't need me to uh, to to introduce you to your own uh, uh, assignment. Uh, of, of course, uh, yes. Uh, say hello for me, and um, uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll be around. I'll do just that. Eva, did you hear uh, your the lieutenant uh, lieutenant Tong? I monitor all communications aboard ship. I appreciate his enthusiasm. He does seem to have that in abundance. It is quite refreshing compared to some I've met. He has been most friendly. I very much appreciate Mr. Tong. Wonderful. More notes. <laughs> 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 Just see Jack over there doing the heart. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, with that, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and, and do. Uh, anybody else got anything they want to do? Let's do. Let's do the the and the the soil and the doctor although in this case he doesn't necessarily go to Dasavi right away yeah i was actually going to say i would love to do a scene with him and uh uh delphine in the yeah because he would go to sick bay where the doctor should be not realizing that the doctor who did this is now the boss lady uh, <laughs> so we'll go to sick bay and uh anyone that wants to be in sick bay can be um Specifically, we've got Daphine. Oops. Uh, and uh, I don't know who that other character is. Have we, we've played that character before, right? Who? Uh, Ranule Samar. 
Oh, that uh, that was my counselor from way back in the beginning that I've uh, mostly scrapped at this point. Because yeah, the one that been has been never been introduced. <laughs> he's he's been in a single episode in which I think he had one line. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's he in the background. For, he must have asked for better than scale. Yeah. Um. All right, he's there if you want to play him. If not, you can have somebody else come yeah. in. Um. Probably doing whatever. Uh. But yes, the. Uh, Commissioner goes into sick bay and uh, talks to one of the nurses. I'm I'm looking for the doctor. Uh, could you point me in the right direction? And they they gesture back towards the back where Daphine is. Uh, not not Daphine. Um, yeah, Daphine. Yeah, Daphine. Um, you're a, you're a nurse or are you a doctor? I don't remember. A nurse. Nurse. Okay. A, a nurse. He's okay. a nurse, right. but the Savi has largely relied on her. Yeah, she's she's the charge nurse. Doctor role, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think you know, I think she has the equivalent to nurse practitionership. So right. Um, He comes back into the back at where you are, and uh, excuse me, nurse, I'm looking for the doctor. Could you please point me in the correct direction? Uh, That that uh, the doctor is currently on the command deck. Is there? I'm currently holding down the the sick bay. Is there something you need of assistance? I'm looking for the records of the symbiote hage and all hosts that you have records for. My name is uh, Isoil uh, <laughs> Fleosig. Um, I know I wrote his name and I'm remembering it's hard to do. F L O S I E O. I S oh, sorry F L E O S I G not an easy one to remember that's what I had okay yes Filosig um Isoil Filosig there we go that's the name I'll get there um my name is Isoil <laughs> that guy uh I'm a member of the Trill Symbiosis Commission and I am looking to evaluate the symbiote and its hosts. Well, I'm not allowed to release medical records without a uh, without direct authorization or command privileges. Uh, I don't recall the. I don't recall you being having. I don't recall uh, the ensign giving saying that anybody would be coming to to review. Uh, the ensign probably does not know that I'm here yet, um, or it simply slipped their mind. Uh, he hands you the the symbiosis commission paperwork and the authorization from Starfleet for um, co- full cooperation from the from the crew. Um, you are obviously that is not necessarily the same thing. You could you can still refuse it if you want to, but it is as official as it can get, short of coming from your captain or doctor. So has has Arani signed off on uh, releasing this paperwork before? Don't think it came up in the conversation, so probably not. He did recommend that uh, he talk to the doctor, so I would think that medical information would be included on that. Sure. Uh, well, uh, looks it looks like yeah, you've been authorized by Starfleet Command. Uh, uh, let me bring it up. Well, let's see. The. Here's the reading. Here's uh, the the notes from the meetings uh, that have have, have in post symbiosis, 
And here is uh, her medical records from before uh, the joining. And yeah, I assume you have the Captain Captain Jorad's uh, documentation as well. I do. I appreciate this. Um, did you assist in the in the procedure? I did. It was rough going. Uh, we nearly lost the symbiote, uh, but uh, Doctor Oniad is uh, one of the best doctors in Starfleet. So you noted several complications then? Yes, uh, mainly physical, although from what I gather, there was some mental complications as well. Indeed. Could you describe these for me? I'm afraid I cannot. I'm uh, not an expert on trill physiology. However, uh, it did it, it, a, uh, a small amount of uh, psychic treatment was necessary to complete the joint. I see. And what was you, what would be your assessment uh, of the efficiency of the joining since then? The, well, the, Dr. Onian has taken the lead on the evaluations, but my own anecdotal observations uh, lead me to believe that the, I don't know what a solid, uh, I, with the caveat that I do not uh, that I have not been present at a solid uh, successful joining before, I will say that there, she's she has not had the presence of mind I would have hoped a month out. Uh, she seems often confused and uh, sometimes frustrated with the situation. I see. He notes. He's noting down most everything you're saying. Or at least he's, he's scrying quickly as you're talking. As you can see, her medical record does list some uh, chronic issues. Uh, of course, she was diagnosed with uh, trill autistic behavior disorder at a young age. And she has had treatment uh, for chronic clinical depression. Uh, uh, we uh, kept her prescriptions uh, up, but she's... Uh, we we have been lowering the dosage since uh, the joining in, due to wanting to negate any conflicts from uh, uh, drug side effects. Understood. Has she been seeking medical, has she been seeking psychiatric treatment? I, that I can't say. Uh, our counselor, uh, just transferred off ship, so unfortunately he he would be unable. Uh, but from what I gather, they had not talked. I see. You would some know um, that she has been meeting regularly with Savi, though. Sure. Yeah, she has been meeting regularly with the Savi for checkups, as I said earlier, uh, and I believe that those have been uh, included a uh, inc included um, psychological counseling. Excellent. I will check the records as soon as I am able. Uh, could you contact the doctor, the, the good doctor, and let them know I will be on my way? Uh, I, I will let her know that you wish to make an appointment and see if she can keep you in her schedule. He smiles and, and uh, he, he looks up from his pad and smiles like really broadly at you. Please do. With that, can we have uh, 
Jisa walk in, like clearly wrenching her shoulder, walk into the med bay, see this going on, and just like turn on the heel and go to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Would Daphine uh, say anything? Stop her? Or... Uh, if she's walking out, yeah. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a patient to see. And then she'll uh, stand up and chase after Jisa. Oh, uh, it, it's uh, it's it, it's it's not it's not uh, it's not a big deal. Go go about your um, your thing. Jisa, you're a terrible liar. Please, uh, uh, Lieutenant. Uh, I am done here, anyways. I'm certain that you have pressing issues. With your um, shoulder, and you're in, he looks at her and smiles again, excellent hands, if you'll excuse me. And She'll not even watch her move. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, all her attention is on Jisa at this point. And she's, you, you can't let an awkward situation let you stick you with a dislocated so- shoulder, Jisa. Oh, it's not dislocated anymore. I fixed that. Well, that doesn't mean that it's going to stay located. Let me let, let me sit down. Fine. You've been pushing yourself quite a bit lately. That, she's doing the frustrated Andorian and tentacle and and antennae wiggle. And tentacle. I like and that. Tentacle. And tentacle. Yeah. It's going to be a whole different kind of movie soon. Continue. Tentacle wiggling. A sure sign of it. Of, a, a, a sure sign of... Uh, a sure sign of agitation in an Endorian. I guess that's fair. Reductive, but fair. What's been bothering you? My shoulder. I think we both know it's not just the shoulder. I just, like I said, I already popped it back into place. I just need a hypo and I'll get back to work. Been working yourself. When was the last time you took, when was the last time you will not go back to work having just, having just reset your shoulder? I'm, it's not like I'm flying anywhere. We're anchored down. True. But I know you. You'll run off into a simulator. You'll uh, you'll run off into a simulator, or or worse, try to build your one of your fighter craft from the ground up, just to make sure all the screws are on tight. Am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong. No, but I don't see a problem with that. The problem is you're pushing yourself too much. I'm still up, aren't I? You, you can see there are like definite bags under her eyes. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a mild sedative. It won't be, a, you won't, you won't be going to work with it. Uh, doctor's orders. I'm ordering you to bed rest. I don't, I don't think that's necessary. Well, like I, said, I just need a hypo. I'm sorry, when did you attend medical school? Well, I got uh, got plenty of field training during the war. 
Well, I'm the she one to cross her arms and winces at the shoulder again. I'm the one with the degrees. So why don't we, why don't you let me decide what's best? Hmm? Besides, we have a date tonight and I'm not letting you off of it because uh, you janked your shoulder even more. We're having drinks. I wouldn't call it a date. Is that not a date? Frustrated antenna wiggling. <laughs> she'll reach up and she'll like give you, uh, her forehead like a small stroke. Not her forehead, but the top of her head. Yeah. Calm down. You'll be you'll be fine. You can go back to work tomorrow. Okay. There'd be one hell of a sedative. It's the good stuff, I promise. And uh, yeah, that seems like a good place to wrap up the scene. All right, let's go ahead and take. I, I will say, because you probably do, like, you take out your tricorder and you wave it over a whole bunch. Oh, uh, sure. It probably does say that there is she is suppressing a massive headache. Oh, okay. Wait a second. You've got inflammation in your in your tertiary down Magana. <laughs> and? You must be in massive amounts of pain. It's just a shoulder. No. I dislocated like a dozen times already. I'm talking about your head. Are you okay? My head's fine. Look, I can't prescribe you medicine for a disease you insist you don't have, but I am going to write you a prescription for uh, some... Uh, for some anti-inflammatories. Take them if you're having any kind of head pain. That's a good place to shut it down. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take uh, f five minutes and uh, come back to this in five or so minutes. My Sounds battery for TikTok is dying, so I'm going to go ahead and end that live and continue on the other ones. So let's go ahead and take five. All right. And we're live again. Look at that. I, my transitions are not the way they used to be. I have to fix those transitions again later. Um, so for those of who watched this so far on Twitch or on TikTok, I mean, my apologies for the sound being terrible. It'll be better next time. I know what I know what the problem was and I've, I, I will fix it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we will jump back in with Dasavi and the member of the Trill Commission, uh, Isoil. Fleo Sig, um, having it differently a, every time. I do. <laughs> um, that is, you just hear it differently every time. It's, I say, it, yes, I, it is definitely a a my ears problem. <laughs> yes, um, we're not eating gaslit at all. No, yes, not me. Uh, <laughs> so in your in in the Savi's office, um, her XO office, which I don't actually have a picture of. I don't have a room for that. Um, it, it's probably like Ambrose probably spent no time in that office. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I expect um, it's probably just barren. There's not even a desk in there. <laughs> it, it's just exactly how it was set up when it first got pushed out of Stardock. 
<laughs> I don't think they've ever showed a EXO office in the series. They have that. not. Yeah. Um, you would you would assume there would people, yeah. but yeah, there's they need um, to do paperwork. Yeah, there's. Um, she's got a tea cart as well with the carafe for the traditional uh, Betazoid tea that I can't think of the name of off the top of my head. Um, and uh, Paige's ship in a bottle is on her desk. Nice. Um, while you're in there uh, doing the various paperwork that you're required to do by Starfleet mandate. Um, doing crew assignments and right. Dealing with minor, minor, you know, screw crew, screw crew, uh, disagreements and squabbles and stuff like that. Right. Um, uh, the door trips. I assume <laughs> that I assume that, uh, your, your head nurse told you that the sky was coming. So yes. Enter. The door slides open and the trail walks in. He, um, you, you get the immediate sense of uh, overbearing arrogance um, from him, which I think I've portrayed well enough. <laughs> uh, Don't need to be an empath to figure that shit out. Right. Uh, Lieutenant Commander. Um, he looks at his paperwork. Oneit. Um, yes. Is it... My- Go ahead. Do you prefer commissioner or Mr. Felosig? Either is appropriate. Um, This is an official capacity situation, so commissioner will be fine. I am here to inquire as to the uh, incident with the uh, symbiote Hage. I'm informed you have already spoken with my charge nurse. Yes, she was uh, most helpful. I appreciate her time. Uh, My questions are quick and uh, I will get to them as fast as possible. There was was a complication that came from the, during the surgery, during the um, transition, I'm told. As he's talking, she stands up and pours herself a glass of tea and one for him as well, sets it across the desk from herself and gestures toward the chair. She is taking her time. She has an air of just, we can be here all day. No, no real rush. Not, not aggressively so, but um, clearly trying to, to counterbalance this, this haste and, and show that I'm not, I'm not going to be pushed. Right. Um. You get the the distinct impression that he uh, he this is something he expected. So, hmm. um, also that he kind of disdains your coffee, your your, your beverage. Yeah. <laughs> does not drink it. Does not does not pick it up. Just leaves it there. Uh, but he does sit. And so I'm in, I'm informed there was some complications during the procedure. Indeed. Um, I am I am not certain. I, I, I rather I am quite certain that you have not had the opportunity to read the records in depth. Um, not yet. When when Jorad was injured, 
He was brought back to the sick bay. In fact, he and I were both transported back to the sick bay as time was of the essence. He had sustained an irreparable amount of radiation damage. The Hage symbiote had sustained a significant amount as well, but if we acted quickly, could be saved. I, with my unique skill set, was able to communicate with Jorad um, to find out both the best course of action as would be deemed by the Trail Council Commission um, and what Jorad himself wanted. And those those actions were in alignment with one another. Jorad instructed me to call his wife, um, who works for the council, as I'm certain you know. And with both his instruction and hers, uh, I was looking to see, I don't have the wife's name written down. Um, uh, we were able to, what's that? Uh, the name is Kane. One more time, sorry. Kane? Kane. With both Jorad and Kane's instruction, I was able to extract the symbiote, uh, administer what care I could outside of a host, but it was it became very apparent very quickly that in order to preserve it, it was going to have to be placed in a host. Um, the nearest non-joined trill was two weeks away. We had three days. Uh, both Starfleet and Jorad and myself thought it best to take the emergency measures that we did instead of letting such a crucial and important <clears throat> resource of Trill history die. Appreciated. Allow me to ask you some additional questions about the mental state of the new host prior to and post by all means. Uh, describe Ensign Chirka's um, mental capacities prior to joining. Ensign Chirka is, was, um, and in, in some ways still is, young. She is eager. She works incredibly hard and is very intelligent. She is flexible and dedicated. She has an immense thirst for knowledge and improvement. She has taken what was thought to be, well, what really is a monumental achievement in ships and made it better in a myriad of ways. 
mostly of her own doing um, with permissions, of course, but she, she takes a great deal of initiative. I see. So she is somewhat ambitious then. Incredibly so. I see. <clears throat> and since the joining has this ambition been altered, has there been any disturbing or troubling mental changes? He has shifted her focus, but her ambition is not altered. Her focus over the last several months has been being the best Hage host she can be. She has been in contact consistently with the commission. She has been diligent in doing her joining exercises. She and I are scheduled to meet weekly, uh, both for physical examination and as the CMO uh, with no counselors aboard, I am the resident counselor as well. So we are also managing her mental health, which again, being a beta Z, beta zoid, uh, I have the, I have an advantage. Um, as I said, we, we are scheduled to meet weekly. She frequently comes in daily. I see. I was going to ask what you meant by scheduled. Yes. She has been then compliant with your requirements. Indeed. Mine and the council's commissions. Let's see. There's a problem with my cameras, but that's all right. I fixed it. Uh, so you would say that she is um, acclimating well. Yes. For having not been a candidate and not having gone through the very rigorous training that Jorad has described to me, I think she is adjusting better than anyone could have hoped. I appreciate your time, doctor. I will review the medical records. I suspect that I, I assume that all are here and complete. There is no pending, um, PCR reports to be, that's redundant, PCRs to be um, submitted. Uh, no, I finished our report from this morning about an hour ago. Excellent. I like that I can use the word term PCR and you get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, very well, doctor. I will spend some time uh, going over the information that I have. Could you save me some effort and assign me some quarters to be aboard ship while I am reviewing this. I could easily just go return to the station, but this might make things faster. No, I do understand for convenience sake. Uh, I will clear it with the captain and should he have no issues with it, I am happy to find you a spare room. Thank you. I appreciate your time, doctor. Uh, You're quite welcome. Commander. Uh, yes. All right. Thank you, commissioner. He, uh, he departs. Uh, who else has got a scene? We're going to leave him off the table for a little while. Uh, we could jump to the date if we want to do that. The date. 
I would also love to see uh, a, a Wellum uh, Eorin Teos uh, appear. Tolos. Um, the doctor, yes. Or the, our uh, Tellarite, who yeah. we don't have a picture of because I forgot to mention he wasn't on there earlier, but uh, um, we definitely could. I yeah, he, is, really... he hasn't beamed up yet, as far as Tong's concerned. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we could do that. Uh, we'll just worry about photo stuff later for yeah. that. Um, Commandor. <laughs> um, all right. So, Tong, you are in. Uh, uh, um, you had said you were uh, kind of getting off duty now, but I assume that Tong is making a special exception to go meet the Tellerite coming in because Tong appears to have a penchant for wanting to meet everyone who comes aboard first time. It's a sort of a thing, the unofficial welcome wagon of the ship. Um, so, Tong, you are there uh, and uh, up beams a Tellerite. Go ahead and. Uh, have your moment. Oh, uh, Chief. Hello, a uh, Chief. That is exciting. Uh, uh, chief uh, uh, Willem Lauren Talos. Uh, good to meet you. I, I am I am Lieutenant Tong. Nice Excellent to meet to you, you sir. It's all right. Wonderful to be here. Yes, it it uh, it, it is. Uh, you're uh, you're 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 a new um. Uh, Doctor? Are you a doctor? Um, I'm more of a nurse than a full doctor, but I have extensive medical training. I'm Nurses mostly... are very important. You know, I've dabbled in a little medicine myself. I've I've helped. Uh, I've helped. Uh, well, I, I almost uh, saved. Uh, uh, that's not a here or there. I did help birth uh, uh, two uh, two babies in the last year. That is one was a space whale that is most impressive um a space whale interesting if you yes it's not often you get to uh you get, you get to combine uh sensor telemetry and and uh uh, uh transporter technology with uh, medical concerns of um, um uh, labor and all that it, it sounds like you're a very busy Person, sir. Uh, if you'll excuse me, however. Oh, right. You should. You should probably go see the doctor slash XO. Great lady. Great lady. Uh, I, I'm. I'm getting everybody together. All the. All the. Uh, all the new people for. Uh, for a tour and and perhaps a game of Tongo later. I'm sure you'd I fit see. right in. I see. Uh, perhaps I. Honestly, just look forward to seeing. Dr. Onet again. Oh, again, do you know her? Oh, me? Do I know you? Uh, we had Crap. decided we Did met during the war. Oh, yeah. Uh, as, you know, field yeah, no, medics. That makes sense. I met her during the war. Um, oh, right. Uh, well, that, um, uh, thank, thank you for, for your service, uh, sir. Chief. Thank you for your service, Chief. Chief. Yes. No, no problem. We all work together. Yes. Uh, have Have you met the captain, the, the new captain? I shoot. I do not remember. I need to load up my actual note for that one. 
Captain Arani Ambrose, a, a war hero from from what I've what I've heard. Ambrose, I definitely my nose up, and I wonder where that went to. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm not sure if we ever met, but I definitely know. Of, I have definitely heard of him. He's case was very unique. Uh, oh, well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know about any of that, uh, Chief. Well, thank you, Lieutenant Sir. Don't let me keep you. And he's going to try and just book it for the door before. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, 1800 hours, Tongo. <laughs> uh, fraternizing with the officers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> not necessarily. Um, or probably right. closer to like, like 21, 2200 hours. <laughs> All right, with that, uh, let's go ahead and do the date, and then we can come back to have the uh, the chief meet with uh, the doctor. That might be a, yeah. an interesting few moments. Uh, so the, the the date here is uh, 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 Daphine. Where, where'd I go with this? Daphine. And uh, Jisa, correct? Yep. Where are you headed? Uh, the forward lounge. All right. First time in season two, we've seen the forward lounge. Let's do that. Go ahead. Uh, so, so to set the tone, uh, Jesus probably been maybe not necessarily avoiding Daphine, but definitely sort of pushing this off. And Daphine's probably had to like corner her and be like, "We're going to to dinner or something." Sure. Do we want that to have happened before this, or do you want to play that out? Oh, that no, that that was set up before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's just tone setting. Yeah. Establishment. Uh, so, definitely, uh, get, get them a, a table uh, near the window, uh, and uh, she's gonna give Jisa a, a small glare, and she's like. I can't help but get the feeling you've been trying to avoid this. Um, I've, I've just been busy. You said it yourself. You're not exactly flying combat missions. No, but... Um, you you're busy you're you're free when it gives you excuses to get out of resting but you're busy when it comes you're too busy to go on dates i i, I have a lot of broken birds i got to put back together we're a little short staffed she says with very sharp antenna wiggles I really, really wish I could believe that. She sort of waves over to the bar and just hand, holds up three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And at this point, she she has like a regular drink. Yeah. I don't know about Daphine, but... Yeah, Daphine will have a drink uh, and she'll mutter... 
the new bartender is terrible. Sure, the last one was a Romulan spy, but at least he knew how to make a mean martini. Right, I, I knew there Break was something out. weird with him. <laughs> Don't tempt Cobo. <laughs> um. Maybe we should, maybe we, maybe you could go down to Earth. I hear they've got nice places. Maybe we should, maybe we. It's a little warm. Not, a, not every place. Uh, there's this place called uh, Alaska. It's supposed to be pretty cold. Yeah. I suppose, well, um, I'll see. Like I said, a lot of birds to put back together. Jesus. Do you need to talk to somebody? Like, if you. The bartender comes over with a drink and she immediately grabs it and just. <laughs> Downs it hard. Save, save some for the rest of us. We're here Our, for drinks, aren't we? I'm not sure what I'm here for, to be honest, at this point. She rubs her brow with even more antenna wiggles. Look, you don't have to talk to me, but you're obviously going through something. I'm a pretty good listener, you know, when I'm off duty at least. Uh, but you've got to talk to me. And if you're not going to talk to me, you need to talk to somebody else. You know, when, when, you, when you're out there, you and five others, maybe a co-pilot here or there stuck in your tin cans, you don't do a lot of talking to each other. When you do, it's well, takes another long swig. I just you can talk when you get back to the ship. You know, you there's might anyone be left. Somebody's been here. It's, we we lasted this long. She she waves for she waves another drink over. Some. There's, there's probably a little awkward silence. Uh, 
until another drink is brought over and she again takes a, a long swig. Uh, you might notice with your medical training that she probably pre-gamed a little. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Actually, I think that's great. She she starts to say something, and then you... Well, she was about to stand up. Yeah, so Daphine stands up, and she's... Are we done already? I'm done. You let me know when you're done. Sit down. She'll sit down. It looks worse if I drink alone. <laughs> so I'm the prop to make you look better. Make you look like you're not drinking yourself to death. Exciting. Fun. I've always looked, wanted a career in uh, appearances. You know, you'd, you'd make a pretty damn good Endorian. And you'd make a terrible Denobulan. Yeah, probably. But that's why I like you. <sighs> Have you ever had to... Order somebody to die? You're a nurse, right? You sure you've seen plenty of that? I've made orders that meant people died. It's not the same, I'm sure, but I know how hard it can be. I've uh, I've flown a lot of dangerous missions in the wars. Helen on on this own deployment. Let me ask you something. What do you think would happen if you didn't fly those missions? If you took a break? Well, it depends on uh, where and when you're talking about, because. A lot of the time, if we were all there was, if I didn't go, some regiment gets bombed, some station gets torn apart, the ship gets more holes blasted in it than, uh, her eyes unfocus from you as she says that, leans back. Somebody else can fly. Somebody else can protect us, protect you for a change. You can't take the world on your shoulders like this. The ship won't fall apart without you. Uh, 
I don't know if you could say the same to Lieutenant Rossitano or Lieutenant Biggs. This ship is held together because they took a blast that this ship didn't. A blast I ordered them to fly into purposefully. That's what I'm dealing with. We're all alive sitting here drinking because I told two good men to fly into plasma fire. And the ship, and nobody doubts your, that you had, that that was something you had to do. You, you did your duty. Nobody is saying you did. No, that's fine. Uh, another medal in my drawer. That kind of thing, those medals weigh down on you. You can drag you under if you're not careful. I'm a... Uh... I'm just down a few drinking buddies. I'm glad you're here. Well, we'll just have to drink one for them. She waves over for two more drinks. Why don't you tell me about them? And that is probably that's, a good place to yeah, stop. Yeah, that's that's a good point for the camera to pull back as she as the as the two drinks come over and she hands one over and she starts talking about these people. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Give me one second here. Trying to futz with some stuff. Who's got a next thing? Next scene. Who's got what? I think I'm just about out. <laughs> I've uh, done with pretty much. I've done uh, pretty much everything. Yeah, I think so. For for as as late as we're getting into the night, I don't think I have anything significant other than meeting the new combat medic. Yep, that was all I can think of offhand as well as meeting the doctor for now. I will check with uh, Ambrose to make sure it's cool to give Commissioner Jackwagon a room, but we don't need to do that (laughs) on screen. Yeah, that's 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 easily cleared. Um. I will do one more before we get into that. Uh, we, we could probably just actually skip the uh, the doctor meeting the medic unless you guys yeah. really want to do that one. No, uh, it's all right for now. Unless... Let's go ahead and do uh, the commissioner and uh, Elizabeth. Okay. If I can find where Elizabeth is. There we go. Um, so, Elizabeth, you are... Uh, you are invited by the commissioner, who you have probably heard is on board, um, to to rendezvous. We probably with, should have briefed her before this. <laughs> I'm Can certain we that she's and brief her. I am certain she's aware that he's on board. Yes, so. yes, but Yazabeth needs media coaching. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably would have told you not to coach her. I, I, I think uh, that's I think that actually comes down to Dasavi because Ambrose made a, a decision not to inform mm-hmm. her any more than I'm sure she already was. Uh, 
Do you want Dasavi to have given her some some uh, uh, pointers? I think she would have. As as slimy as this guy is, who and clearly looking for like anything he can get his hands on, Dasavi would have pulled Yesbeth aside. Is there any? Th- do we want to do that off screen, or do we want to do that on screen? Um, let's do it on screen. Okay. All right. So I heard you've been talking with the commissioner. Yes, that is why I called you here. Um, as as you are clearly aware, Commissioner Filosig is here. He is investigating. I'm sorry, assessing. She barely contains an eye roll. Um, your current situation. I will not tell you to be dishonest, but I will tell you to answer his questions and only the questions he asks. He seems very much like he is, he seems like he's made up his mind and really is just looking for any scrap of evidence he can get to justify the decision he's already made. And I mean this with all due respect, Yezabeth. You talk a lot. Rein that in. Pull on your inner Jorad. Be the diplomat that he is. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. I can approach it like Jorad would have. He's just a big clock, really. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but I'm now a little nervous. Do not take him apart, please. <laughs> I meant that metaphorically. <laughs> okay. As I said, I absolutely will not encourage you to be dishonest. I think you should be honest with him, but don't volunteer information he hasn't asked for. All right. You've done well. She like starts to get up out of her chair. Um, as as Yezwa starts to get out of her chair. And I know, as we talked about this morning, you don't always think that. You are you are very good at finding your flaws and picking them apart. Given the challenge of the Europa, the challenge of being a new ensign, and this additional challenge of being joined when it was not something you anticipated or strove for, you have done exceedingly well. And Jorad will know, even if you doubt me, that I don't pay lip service. That's true. Yeah. 
If you, if I couldn't do this, you would tell me. Certainty. All right. Don't talk too much. Be diplomatic. And do you think I can do this? Absolutely. Thanks, Tasawi. I mean, you're very welcome, my dear. Dr. O'Neill. We are speaking informally. Right. Right. Go on, I'm certain he's waiting. Yes. We'll see. Thanks. You're very welcome. She'll go talk to him. All right. Um, you're invited to by, by him to meet with him uh, in the officer's lounge. Um, there are a few other people in there, um, but mostly just other random other crew members. Um he sits off to the side, and as soon as you enter, he stands and um, gestures to you. Uh, you're still Ensign, right? Yeah. Uh, Ensign uh, Hage, please, please join me over here. Uh, as, you, uh, as you approach, is there anything I can get you to drink? No, no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I, uh, I... I used to drink uh, Saurian sarsaparilla, but I've kind of lost the taste for it, you know, since the joining. I see. Um, well, uh, as you can imagine, uh, this meeting is indeed about that joining. I am Commissioner uh, Felosig, and I am here to for lack of a better term, evaluate your uh, joining. I imagine that Hage is familiar with this sort of um, procedure. Yeah, I've been drawing upon uh, what he said about what he did, uh, you know, when he joined uh, the Xianthal exercises, the, the mind-body reincorporation exercises. I mean, it's all there. I just, you know, need to access it. Of course. Can you tell me um, what your first reaction was when you were told that you were going to need to take on the symbiote? <sighs> to be honest, I will. I didn't want it. Uh, I'd never applied for. Uh, I'd never applied for um, to join, and uh, it wasn't because I didn't think I could do it. Although, I never mind that. Um, it was more because I didn't think I, I didn't I didn't want I didn't want somebody else running co-pilot. You know. Of course, it can be quite uh, disconcerting to have uh, several lifetimes thrust upon you all at once. There are only a limited number of symbiotes, and not that many people actually get a chance to have them. Um, it's uh, it's an honor to... Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't mean to imply anything otherwise. I, I'm very honored to have been chosen by the H symbiote. Um, 
Give me one second. Sure. That's the ritual I was looking for. <sighs> You've spent a great deal of well, not a great deal of time in Starfleet, but you've been in Starfleet for a little over a year now. Uh, you you came out of the academy, right? Uh, yeah. She took a correspondence course from the academy, so she attended, but it was not on Earth. I gotcha. Um, you've spent some time in Starfleet, but you did not go through the same rigors as other candidates for Starfleet Academy. Um, how do you reconcile the fact that you are now um associated so heavily with a captain's memories having never actually been through the academy never been to earth never been through the rigors the trials and tribulations of the academy uh, as it were what has prepared you for the mo- this this moment of of joinment of of conjoinment uh, well i suppose the only thing that's prepared me was being here with this crew. Uh, the Europa has, I don't know if you've read the logs, but we've been through some crazy things. And the seeing the captain uh, even before that was, I, I felt like I knew what the H symbiote mm-hmm was it made me nervous on occasion you know he was the captain after all but i do feel like i understood him as any crew member understands their captain i see how have you handled I assume it must be very difficult for you to have all these new memories racing through your mind. How have you been sleeping? Well, I, I've been getting a full three hours a night, at least. Um, yeah, I haven't been taking sedatives because uh, it, the doctor's afraid that it might uh, disrupt the, the joint physiology. But uh, it, every night it's getting better. Uh, it, was, it was a rough go there at first, but it's, it's getting there. I see. Well... Is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything you'd like to say to the commission prior to uh, a decision being made? Yes. I know it'd probably be smart for me not to say anything. But I want to let you know that the Hage symbiote did choose me. I mean, I know because I am Hage. Uh, It... When before I joined, I didn't want to be part of. I didn't want to be joined. But as soon as the huge symbiote became part of me, I knew that we were better together, and that 
I'm not better now, but I feel more together now. Very well. Thank you for your time, Ensign. Um, the Symbiosis Commission will get back with you soon. Great. I'll eagerly await your correspondence. Or I'll eagerly await your decision. Good evening. Um, this is probably not a good time to ask this. But prior to prior to the the death of Jorad Hage, he was contacted by the the spouse of one of my previous hosts. It, it didn't it looked like time was important. Would Jorad went to his grave regretting he didn't reach out. But now I've got a chance to do so. Can I have this the Symbiosis Commission's blessing? He stands up and you can you can see a, a, a look on his face and uh, that is not uh, not acceptant of your not acquiescent to your desires. Um, I believe you are well aware that, that is highly improper, Ensign. With your already fragile grasp on the Hage symbiote, I believe that would be devastating. Right. I thought you'd, I knew you'd say that. Okay. I, I'll wait for your decision. Good night, Ensign. Good night. And, uh, yeah, she'll step out and uh, take a deep breath. Okay. Um, let's wrap up. Uh, unless you guys had anything else you wanted to do, I'm going to wrap up with uh, having the commissioner go talk to the captain. No? All right. I got nothing. Oh, cool. Yep. All right. So the commissioner contacts uh, Ambrose um, and it requests a meeting. I assume you're not going to deny him the meeting. Yeah. Um, he arrives in your ready room. If I can figure out where it was, there it is. There, ready room. <sighs> Thank you for meeting with me again, Commander Ambrose, or Captain Ambrose. My apologies. Um, Still getting used to it myself. Yes. Have a seat, Commissioner. Thank you. It is my finding, I'll get right to the point, that Ensign Yezabeth Chirka Hage um, needs a great deal more care than I think you can provide aboard this ship. I'm going to put in a request to have her transferred back to Trill permanently. There she can seek the proper help necessary to have the Hage symbiote uh, 
cared for properly. All due respect, Commissioner, I hope you're not placing an overabundance of preference on the symbiote over the young woman and fine Starfleet officer that is also in this situation. I believe that it is my job, in fact, to place the symbiote's well-being over that of any individual host, but I am not ignoring the needs of the host either. Uh, Ensign Yezabeth has never been prepared for this and does not have the mental uh, acuities that we require from our hosts. She has disqualifying factors. We cannot remove the symbiote. That would be cruel. But we can provide an environment of nurturing and support at one of our many sanitariums. I'm sure while you've been here, you've checked over the reports of the medical procedure and psychological evaluations. Talk to everyone you needed to. But let me also say that Ensign Chirka wasn't much well prepared for a lot of the things that we've asked of her over the last year or so. And yet, she stepped up. She's grown a lot. I think this is exactly where she needs to be, because we already provide that environment for her. I take it then, Captain, that you will be contesting my recommendation, Starfleet. I think she is well within her right to review your recommendation and make a choice for herself. But she will be welcome to remain on this crew. And I will be advising her to consider continuing her career in Starfleet as she has been so well-to-do already. He stands up and kind of smiles. Thank you for your candor, Captain. You definitely get the impression that he 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 wants you to fight this. Like he wants he wants this moment, not this moment, but the moment that will come from from this uh, this moment th- this action. If you'll excuse me, Captain, I'm going to make my recommendation, and I suspect we'll see you again. Of course, Commissioner, you and the Commission are always welcome in Starfleet. He nods and and uh, leaves the room. And that is all I have. If anybody wants anything else they want to do, now is the time. Otherwise, we can go ahead and end the session. He, oh. he stood up to have uh, to have him walk out the door and will immediately sit back hard and swivel on the chair again and just stare out into the into the stars and 
shake his head. Right. It's a good place to end it right there. Uh, let's do a wrap up. Uh, what moment stands out most to you this evening? Oh, there were so many good ones. That part with all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole bit. It was a good start to the season. No. I, I am so glad to be back. Be I, back liked how we, I liked how we didn't roll at all. There yeah, was, we didn't roll at all. Yeah. We didn't really have any major plot points. I mean, the, oh. the commissioner is sort of a major plot point, but it's still all very like interpersonal ship relations, and it's great. Right. Uh, I'll say one thing that stood out for me is I really liked uh, the scene we had with Danielle and uh, Danielle and Kendall going down the hallway. Uh-huh. I, I thought they had a lot of uh, interplay and I, I want to see more of them in the future. I, I particularly liked seeing the first of hopefully many butting heads between Mills and Koba in the armory. <laughs> that was good. Oh, no portable phaser, <laughs> whatever the fuck. No, I, lo- I, love, that Dan- I love that Danielle's on Cobra's side. On, uh, it's it's going to be delightful. That's right. I like that we got to see. Show. I like that we got to see the SSH come on again. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we hadn't seen the SSH in a while. That was, that was 100% no preparation improv. I, <laughs> I need I need more advanced warning warning so I can channel mm-hmm. my uh, my Robert Picardo. <laughs> it was great. We need more of that. Yeah, but, uh, we, we do. I want to see more SSH, but it's a I, it's a vibe I need to get into. I'm curious as to what he says when he first appears. Like, you know, the doctor is the what speaks of the nature of the medical yeah. emergency. What I'm trying to come, I, I thought I came up with something, and I yeah. think I said it the first time, but it's been. I so think long you did, yeah. Yeah. What is the nature so. of your logistical emergency? <laughs> right. yeah. um, what do you want? <laughs> uh, all right. So, who best embodied their character tonight, in your opinion? Um. I mean, obviously, everyone did an excellent yeah, job. Jack and I, Tong, I, I think. Yeah, I got to say, Tong was amazing. Uh, I like. I love Tong. I don't want to yeah. toot my own horn. I'm really not. I'm tooting Tong, <laughs> but I love playing Tong. We got to yeah. do another Tongo game. Uh, this time, getting Nick in on it. Uh, I, I was considering ending, uh, suggesting we end this episode with a Tongo game, but I didn't want to override the poignancy of. Yeah. No, I think I think ending where we did was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, but I, but we definitely need to at some point. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also really say, liked the the scene between. I'm going to continue calling him Maxwell, uh, Foxwell, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Eva and yeah. uh, O'Connor. I think that was that was great seeing all of them sort of accept like really play the characters as they would play their characters. Yeah, I liked that it gave me an opportunity to uh, to set up some measure of a man style. Uh, uh, questions when it comes mm-hmm. to eva and being reset and the doctor's uh um willingness or or unwillingness to do so um, i'm looking forward to seeing where that goes i because i don't know where that's going to go like i don't have a plan for that i just kind of want to see where it develops sure. so um i gotta say i think nick you did a good job with uh, all your characters um uh, yeah they all felt very distinct mm-hmm. yeah so um, although all, all the interactions with Tong are hard to deal with, hard to hard to distinguish <laughs> characters because everyone just wants to get the hell away from Tong. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tong is actually going to search him out later because he does need to. I think Tong was fun. I, oh, I love Tong. I definitely Literally. wasn't trying to get the impression that I wasn't trying to give the impression that we that uh, Kendall was trying to get away from him. 
It, yeah. It's just a lot when you first beam into the ship. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. He's already right there when your molecules are still combining. <laughs> yeah. He's shaking your hand as your hand is still materialized. Right. <laughs> be careful not to be materialized inside my... You know. Uh, all right, so what... Uh, it's kind of similar. What moment do you think best exemplified someone else's character to you? Like, for example, Tong uh, beaming everyone in and then having that that manic moment. Um, I think that that is a moment that definitely exemplifies who Tong actually is. So do you have anything that would describe any other character uh, that exemplifies any other character for you tonight? Uh, I think Lieutenant Delphine juggling the uh, counselor and then jumping right into kind of concerned doctor talk slash friend to Jissa to be like, hey, what are you doing? Stop. Right. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Thank you. Uh, Wait, I like, it's I been really a long liked, time since we've had a real Daphne scene, but I think that was mm-hmm. great. Thank yeah. you. I really liked her setting her boundaries at at that date, like her standing up. You're like, you know mm-hmm. what? If if you're not going to give me anything, you're going to keep bullshitting me. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jisa I, did that. I will say that I like that Jisa did was standoffish because she's an Andorian and she's yeah. her own you know, her own person. And that's, I liked that that caused that tension. I thought that was a very good moment. Mm-hmm. And I think it really shows who Jissa is. That that, um, that was everything I wanted out of that scene. Yeah. I definitely got more of a feel from Jissa in this scene than I think the whole first season. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that in the best way. Like, mm-hmm. well, I think, I think it was a good moment too, because it kind of bridges where you care, where the character has been and what we've seen of her and where you kind oh, of want to make the character go. Um, I thought it was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, um, she, she's got, previously just kind of been fonzing it up in the background, and then right. like some actual <laughs> shit happened, and she has to deal with it. Yeah, no, it's delightful. Yeah, I also have to say that I liked. Uh, I thought that Dasavi's uh, moment, Dasavi Onet's moment with the commissioner, was good, where she laid down the law. I am not only the chief medical officer, and I'm in the right, and you need to sit down and shut up, but also I'm the I'm the XO, and if you want to mess around, you're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> So I like that. I also I will I really, give Toba his his hand powered photon <laughs> torpedoes and we'll go raid trill. Yeah. <laughs> that's breaking Yasbeth out. Here's, here's what we need to do. We need to say that off screen it happened. Like he got the he got the torpedo. <laughs> and then to four or five sessions in, we're gonna suddenly need one. And then aren't you glad I got this thing? Yeah. <laughs> um I also have to say that I really liked Ambrose. I think we didn't see a lot of Ambrose most of this episode. I thought we got just kind of hints of it, but mm-hmm. that very end, that moment with, again, with uh, uh, the commissioner, mm-hmm. Ambrose was like, uh, don't, don't, you're not taking my people from me. And, you know, you can F right off because she's going to make her that, own decision. That reminded me of a very, like, heartfelt, very important conversation between Ambrose and Cherka that they had. Uh, right before that last mission where he was like, this is the point where you need to stand up. And she did. And that, uh, that really solidified things with Ambrose. Yeah. So he was like, I mean, she's, she's proven her, she, she's taken her place here. She wants her place here. She's earned it. You can, you can recommend whatever you want. Yep. No, I thought that all tied very, it's my ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought it all tied very well together. I, I thought that anyone who actually listens to the last season and then listens to this, We'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see some nice crossover and, and movement forward. I liked it. That was and 
I hope it came across that he was trying to be diplomatic, but also don't fuck with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was perfect. Um, what did you see from another character or player that you'd like to see more of in the future? I, for one, want to see more. I, I'm looking forward to the moment when uh, the two Oneats finally have... Uh, some on-screen time together. <laughs> it, was, it was hard not to say that I didn't want that, but I do want to stretch that out a little. So I didn't yeah. want to happen right away. Yeah. No, I, I mean, clearly Dasavi has been very busy. So like oh, yeah. getting getting that moment, it's going to be some days, I think. Also, it sounded like Kendall's really trying to avoid her. So yes. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody uh, else have anything else they'd want to see more of? Yes. I would love to see more of Chief... Uh, Telos, Chief the Tellerite. Yes. Yeah, I would just love to see him, more of him in general. Yes. I want to see mm-hmm. him interacting with uh, the crew in a casual uh, setting. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that character. I, I'm planning to do things. It just felt like we had something important to handle. And the, hi, I'm on the ship now, isn't that's the, overly... That's not a criticism. That's yeah. not a criticism. Yeah. Just uh, I want to say, I want to see yeah. more. There's always one of the drawbacks to this game. One of the one of the benefits and drawbacks to this particular game of Star Trek is there are so many secondary characters that it it can be hard sometimes to fit everyone in an episode. And it's that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We everyone will get their screen time eventually. Uh, we did uh, 27, I think 26, 27 total recorded episodes for season one. I don't think we're going to go that far for season two, but um yeah, that's there's room. There's a lot of room for it. So, um, if you could change, oh, well, does anybody else have anything they want to say about that? Or that anything you like um, to see from the player or character? I want to see more of the Foxwell Eva stuff. I'm really curious to see where he lands on that side of the argument. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And on top of that, more. I'd love to see more sort sort of in tangent or you know perpendicular to the Eva Foxwell thing, the Eva and um, O'Connor slash Eva and Tong. Because they both have a very different take from what it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I look forward, like I know I gave a prompt for Nick there uh, as as how Maxwell, how uh, Foxwell would have been exposed to, to Eva from uh maddox's perspective and obviously you can do whatever you want with that character i'm yeah. not i'm not no. i just wanted to make sure that you understood his perspective. prompts are great i have no issue with that um but i like the i like that there's a potential coming to a head with uh eva and o'connor and uh and mag and uh, foxwell i think that could be an interesting moment um and i'm not necessarily opposed to going so far as to doing a, uh, i don't know how it would happen but like a measure of the man style episode um i just don't know what the repercussions would be of actually declaring eva sentient i don't know what that would mean to the game <laughs> right um so yeah there's a they, it's definitely they, definitely got some potential i know nobody else here watches discovery but they literally just had an episode that was literally all of this yeah. <laughs> it was it was the ship's computer is gained sentience what do we do now yeah, yeah. And I'll, I mean, I I intend to watch Discovery. Uh, I just have to get around to hating myself a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I hear season two and three are really good. I just didn't like season one. Um, all right. If you could change one thing about this session, what would it be? 
I get uh, I do notice there's a name on our crew sheet that didn't come up tonight. And Ensign Suktu Chilik. Yes. Jordan. Uh, my thought would probably be as a, oh, yeah. a parent and that he's probably already on the ship. Yeah. But yes, I'd, eventually he'll be working somewhere, I hope. he's. Mm-hmm. I have ideas for him that are somewhat interesting. Um, there were a couple of characters I don't don't think made it. Uh, yeah, that was it. Um, right. yeah, Telos. As you said, pl- plenty of time. We don't need to do yeah. everything all in one. Yeah, yeah. On the no, first thought, episode. Yeah, I thought I saw somebody else that didn't make it on screen, but maybe I did not. Uh, we didn't do any Varen, but Varen's always been a background character anyway. Right. It'd be cool to get yeah. her more screen time, but very niche situation, seeing as she's you know a paleontologist how often does that come up right um you had some opportunities it sounds like there's a lot of opportunity to get uh uh Samara on on uh, season two but there's a lot of people needing medical mental right. evaluation and therapy <laughs> yeah we, we could we could see about uh actually making him a character yeah it's i have no problem either way but yeah. um, all right anybody's got anything they would change about the session uh I, I, I will say I, I loved all of the just sort of interpersonal relationship growth and exploration. I, I think if I could change anything, it would just be a bit more, um, you know, actual Star Trek external plot, external yes. plot, external. There were a few more input, things I, th- yeah. I wanted to throw in there, but uh, there just didn't seem like a a good time to put them in there without breaking the flow of stuff. So yeah, um, I did have a couple of things I wanted to throw in there. Some stuff with uh, Arlani. Yeah. Um, we're back at Stardock. We're back at, you know, earth. Yeah. It would make sense for an admiral to be like, Hey, new captain, what's up? Right. Um, or like <laughs> yeah. setting up or like the Daystrom Institute being like, Hey, new guy. <laughs> yeah. Or, we'll yada, sure yada. New missions. Towards that. Yeah, yeah. The next session I think should be more, you know, mission oriented if possible. Yeah. We're going to get start, start ramping a few things up. We'll get some stuff with, uh, Silva going and, uh, we'll start laying out the stuff that's going to happen for season two. Um, as far as talking about the, uh, the timeline of what's going on, there'll be a pretty big revelation as far as what's going on with the Romulans. I've got stuff here. For the next yeah we, next, we got uh, we got to get we got to get moving i got to get back to my uh my romulan bay <laughs> yeah yep um so the only, the only other thing i would uh uh critique is i don't think i hit the i don't think i hit the right i don't want to make kendall boring i need to figure out something i i don't think i hit the right chord with her i'm gonna gotcha. have to it's a first time playing the character too. You'll find you'll find their voice. It mm-hmm. it always takes a couple little bit to. I I think it always takes a couple of episodes to find a character's voice. So that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I've got an idea, but I'll talk about it with you off camera. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Anybody got anything else they want to add or comment or concern or whatever for this episode? No. I'm All just right. so glad to be back at it. This was yeah. this was so much fun. Yeah. This this was great. Um, so Star Trek Europa will be airing every other Tuesday because I work a really weird schedule. Um, so our next event, our next scheduled appearance will be, I lost my phone, but in two weeks from time, uh, in two weeks from time, January two weeks 18th. from time. So that'll be, yeah, January yes, 18th, 18th. 
So 6, 6.30-ish. I think we're aiming for 6.30 as a start time. That way I have time to get on at 6 and make sure technology works because it never does. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I want to thank everybody who is on. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, uh, you know that you can find us on uh all the podcast locations anywhere you'd want to find us uh, anywhere fine podcasts are given away free including iHeartRadio. uh we're also on pandora and audible. apple google audible um everything we're everywhere you want to be um you can check out this uh the raw episodes will be available on patreon after they go down off of uh twitch and then the edited episodes will be up uh, i'm going to be doing editing this week at friday so uh, they should be up Saturday. Um, I'm trying to get the rest of the episodes up that from last season on YouTube, but I did have a massive hard drive failure and lost a whole bunch of stuff. Oh. Um, I have the uncut episodes, but I have to go back and re-edit them. Um, the nice thing about it is I, I upload everything to YouTube right away so that I have a backup of something if I need it. Um, but yeah, I had I was doing uh, editing videos for continuing missions um, they're doing the continuing conversations podcast currently with Jim, uh, uh, Jim Johnson, the one of the creators of the, uh, one of the project directors for Star Trek, uh, and Michael Dismuke, who is one of the content creators for continuing missions. Um, I'm editing their show as well. So, uh, when I was doing that, I lost a bunch of their stuff and a bunch of my stuff and I managed to save everything, but it was, uh, I lost all the edits and had to do them all over again. Um, other than that, you can find me. I'll have a link in the link tree. Uh, I'll have my link tree down below. Um, check us out there. You can join both the Star Trek Starfleet Command Discord server if you want to. Uh, you can also join my Studio Tembo Discord server, which will have all the stuff specifically for this show. I no longer have this show on the Star Trek uh, continuing uh, Starfleet Command Discord server. I separate everything so that it's project-based and oriented. Um, and so I'm not spamming that, that server anymore. Um, other than that, follow me on Twitch. Uh, TikTok, YouTube, all the places. Follow Jack on all the places. Uh, People's Ascension. Um, I'd say follow everybody else, but no one. Oh, you can follow Caffeinatrix on TikTok. She's on. Follow TikTok. me on TikTok. I do um, stuff. Do stuff. Uh, yeah, nobody else is on stuff, so don't follow them. They don't, don't want to be followed. followed. <laughs> it gets weird. Don't follow them. That's illegal. Yeah, they get restraining <laughs> orders on you, and it's not a good thing. So, um, I have nothing else. If anybody else wants to say anything before we go out, uh, now's the time. Negative. All right, so long and thanks for the fish.